and the views expressed on the previous program. No George today. No Chris today. Just me and Flea. Alright. And if that level was any lower, I couldn't hear the wrong. Five sixty WQAM presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, dial five six seven zero five sixty in Dade and Broward. In other counties, call toll free eight seven 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 eight five Neil or pound five sixty on your AT and T and Verizon wireless phones. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his colleagues do not represent those of WQAM management, staff, or sponsors. Now the Neil Rogers Show on five sixty WQAM. up 20, 18 points. It was up 27 when I started the sentence. 18 and a half, uh, 24.69. Spastic. It's all over the place. Well, happy Monday to you. Flea is with us. I'm here. And that's it. Me and Flea. You know, I could just go nuts for the next four hours. I could just sit here and do a tirade. I, mean, I just might do it. I say go for it. Freaking Clarence, you are the most useless piece of walking turd in the history of mankind. And, of course, your boss, Jolly Joe, ho, 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 he doesn't like to micromanage, so he's not going to interfere with all the uh, screw-ups that you're doing. Which is why you can't complain about the numbers on this station, because we haven't got any. 
Oh, and uh, so I was down there for five days, and guess who I heard for the first time ever in my life? Uh, D.A. No. Oh. Sid the Kid. Ooh, sorry. Across the street. Oh, good God. Talk about a radio accident. Not only has he got that obnoxious New York sound, but he's got 80 million guests. Each, each one of them is, according to him, the greatest guest in history and his favorite person and the favorite basketball guy and a favorite, and just one after the other and they don't say a damn thing. It's the most boring swill. No wonder he's got a two something. And no nobody drops more names than him. Really? I didn't listen that long. Every time I turned back, he was going to another guest on the phone. With that obnoxious New York sound, man. Unless, even people who live in New York, a lot of them can't stand that sound. You know what I mean? That he, was up 52 points. Oh, 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 Yeah, this, this is just, and Fat Chris, I don't know if he's going to be listening. He's probably sound asleep, you know? You know how us fat people, we sleep a lot? I think he shouldn't come in tomorrow either. Okay. Or Wednesday. Or Thursday. And definitely not Friday. See, this is uh, I, I had this out with him on the year before I went on vacation. Either he works on this show or he doesn't. It's, it's not rocket science. He gets paid hourly. So the more additional hours he gets, since he's always crying poor mouth, oh, I haven't got any money, I'm making the, you know, uh, the more hours he gets, the more money he's going to make. Isn't that logical? Makes sense to me. Yeah. And George calls him or sent him a message last night, like George sent me a message last night also. That he was, he said, if I'm as sick in the morning as I am right now, I won't be in tomorrow. Yada, yada, yada. And he sent the same message to Fat Chris. So does Fat Chris call anybody or make any effort to get his fat ass out of bed and come in this morning? No. If Flea weren't there, I'd be sitting here talking to, uh, into a vacuum somewhere. Show sure wouldn't even be on the air. This is the kind of nourishkeit, the kind of foolishness, the kind of insanity that goes on that replaces what, that substitutes for what we used to call broadcasting. This is not a broadcast radio station. This is a joke. This is a disaster. This is what Jolly Joe Bell has done to this place, with the help, of course, of his little quizzling clearance. Oh, well, Granny uh, Chris at the ball games, at the ball games. The ball games is what's important. That's what people listen to. No, it's not what they listen to. They watch it on TV for free. Did you listen to it on the radio? Who, first of all, who would want to listen to Jimmy Syphilis? I heard some of that, too. Oh, my goodness. That was last weekend. I heard some of the uh, Raven game. He's no Howard David. No, You know something? <laughs> Can't say much for Mo, but at least you can say that. Jimmy Syphilis, not only is he his work abortive, but it, it, the, the technical quality of the broadcast sounds like he's doing it from a broom closet. Get out of the closet, Jimmy. You fairy. Jesus Christ. What a disaster. There, there's no crowd noise. It's like, and uh, Brownie uh, Brown just carried four yards to the 21 yards. It's, it's just awful. Awful. Horrendous. Unacceptable is what it is. Let me say it again. Unacceptable. Although I forgot. Aren't we blessed down here? They won the both won this weekend. Keynes and the fish. By the way, thanks for beating Buffalo. Now New England's uh, tied for first place. Aren't they 5-2? and two? I do believe. Yes, they are. Don't ask me how. They dude it. Now, let's see. Uh, speaking of, I've uh, got a bunch of dead people, by the way. Not anybody all that important, but i got some dead people. Where the hell is that thing about um, the ball games, the, the Canes, the Canes broadcast? i got one here. Oh, and also, during the week that I was out, here it is. The week that I was on vacation, so 
there must have been three, four hundred emails. Neil at neilrogers.com. That's our email address. 99.9% of which were garbage. Pure, unadulterated crap. That's right. Not, not anybody actually saying anything. And by the way, Sal Biondo, go away already, okay? I'm going to block you next time. Just go away. You send me just, just tons of garbage. Links to this and links to that and links. Even, even people who will go to breakfast for buffets never saw so many links as this guy sends me. Say something. Have something to say. Oh, let's see. Here's Jonathan. To Curtis DeBross. And it's just uh, the same kind of crap. On and on. Why won't Obama release this? Just a bunch of right-wing sputum. If you want to send right-wing garbage, don't waste your time sending it to me. It'll be deleted immediately, if not sooner. Oh, my God. The swill that comes in on this thing. Maybe Joe Dagiola's got something to say. I'll print it out and see if he's got something to say. Anyway, getting back to the Akane's broadcast. Now, here's one. Cindy McCain's hidden past. Oh, the stuff. Uh, let's get the election over with already, okay, before us, anybody changes their mind. And some people are going to, I'm sure, somebody went through the effort of making a YouTube video. Of Neil Rogers cost Obama the election, and why Neil Rogers didn't vote, and yada, yada. And, and the whole YouTube thing went on forever. Somebody put a hell of a lot of effort into that, although they must be psychic because I did not vote. That's why I did this poll today. If anybody thinks that I'm going to stand in line for three, four hours to vote, you're, you're out of your mind. And Brenda Snipes, when you go to vote, be sure to vote against Brenda. Broward Supervisor of Elections, vote against her ass. 17 polling locations in Broward County. Do you have any idea how big Broward County is? Flea? I'd say about uh, maybe it's a million big. people. About what? About a million. A million voters. Right. 17 locations, not nearly enough voting machines, and as a result, the news, all they keep showing on the news is everybody, oh, my goodness, three and a half hours online. It's not only in Broward County. It's all over the country because even though they give you this song and the dance about, oh, it's your patriotic duty to vote, they make it almost impossible. They don't want you to vote. Here's Bert, who says, I had no idea your station had such taste. Well, you must not have been listening too long, Bert. Today I ran into the U.M. Wake Forest football game on the radio in your station. I found one of the most horrific, for real bad, broadcast teams I've ever heard. Ever. It was painful to listen, especially when those two guys, your station employees, got excited over a play. Not sure which is which and who is who, but sounds like they took the two guys out of a frat house and animal house and put them in there. I'm guessing, no doubt, students working for free. What he's trying to say is... Here's a guy he sucks, okay? I'm filing a complaint with you who surely must have a better taste. Yeah, I've got a lot, to, a lot to say about it, Bert. File a complaint with me, okay? File a formal complaint. Please help them recruit someone from the NHL to do better. Further proof, listen to the beginning of the third quarter of the next 10 to 12 minutes and see what I mean. It's constipation at the microphone for the third quarter, which is all I heard. Amazingly bad broadcasting, says Bert. Not just bad, amazingly bad. Absolutely. Yeah, but that's what we specialize in. We've got that wall of football with some of the worst make-believe broadcasters in the history of the business. But nevertheless, we're not in the business, so why should we care? Like George keeps trying to tell me, just forget about it. Don't get excited. Don't get upset. I sat down here 825 this morning. For 27 minutes, I'm going, hello, hello, and Flea is on there. Hello, hello, anybody you there, Neil? Hello? And I'm not blaming Flea, because thank God he's there. 
but you didn't know which pot to open, right? That is correct. Except the stuff that George left over that he didn't smoke over the weekend, which is probably why he's sick as it all. He's sick an awful lot, I'll tell you that. I'm not going to complain because he always covers my ass and fills in a lot. But, boy, he is sick a lot. Am I right? Yes. Too much cruising and the boozing and the losing and screwing and just, uh, you know, and more power to him. I don't like to micromanage, guys. Ho, ho, ho. So I'll let Clarence do whatever he wants to do. So we have no board operator on this show. That, that's, that's how important we are in the scheme of things on this radio station. Every trend, every book that's come out for the last 11 years, we've got the highest number on this station, and yet somehow, some way, we don't count. We get what, and I don't want to refer to it like flea is like slop over, but I mean, you're, you're not part of the show. You have a real job there, supposedly. And I would think you'd have some clout with your good buddy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I did not vote. Oh, Neil, how could you? Too bad. 12 minutes after 10 at 560 WQAM. Week after week, more and more people taking advantage of Neil's half-price deals on WQAM.com. And this week, no exception. Starting Thursday at noon, you can buy $50 certificates for 25 bucks to the brand-new Dockers Bar and Grill, a quarter mile west of 441 on Miramar Parkway. Dockers is fast becoming an East favorite. Their nautical decor is warm and inviting. The food is hot and tasty, and the drinks are ice cold. Just wait until you try their Your Way Crispy Shrimp, Jambalaya, Teriyaki Glazed Salmon, and Amazing Chicken Dishes. As for entertainment, Dockers features karaoke on Wednesdays, Texas Hold'em tournaments on Thursdays, live music on Fridays, and a great DJ playing the oldies on Saturday nights. Plus, Dockers has drink and food specials for every game and happy hour weekdays from 11 a.m. to 7, the longest in town. Call Dockers at 954-894-DOC, D-O-C-K. Go to WQM.com to buy $50 certificates and half price, just 25 bucks, starting at noon this Thursday. No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express written permission of WQAM BB Broadcast Group Incorporated. I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. This is Eyewitness News. Senator John McCain is vowing to, in his words, whip Obama in their third and final presidential debate. Now, my friends, what America needs in this hour is a fighter. I've been fighting for this country since I was 17 years old, and I have the scars to prove it. We have to fight. I will fight every moment of every day. I'm not afraid of the fight. I'm ready for it. The Vietnam veteran also issued a challenge suggesting that he and Obama be dropped naked into a forest with only a hunting knife to see who comes out alive. We'll be right back. It's 1017 at 560 WQAM. You didn't vote, Neil? Oh, my God. What if he loses by one vote? First of all, if I would have stood in line for three and a half hours, they probably won't count my vote anyway. And let me also say this. It's a good thing I was down there for five days to get the local flavor. Everybody's always telling me, oh, you're out of touch. You're out of touch. You know something? Touch this. If there is a worse Major market newspaper than the South Florida Sun Sentinel. I've never seen it. You know how much that paper weighs? About a half an ounce. The Monday through Saturday edition. Sunday they got to get all the ads in, so they sent you like forty pounds of sogging wet, soaking ads. But Monday through Saturday you could you could lift that newspaper with your pinky. It's stinky. The Sun Sentinel. Fort Lauderdale needs a real newspaper. Oh! Come on, somebody out there, open up a start a newspaper. Get that gelatin thing with the uh, Jello. Did you ever do that when you were a kid? Print that stuff with um, whatever they call that, with that purple ink. 
No, I don't think so. No, well, you grew up in a different era for me. I, I, I grew up in a simpler, you know, Ozzie and Harriet. I also grew up in a town that had a good newspaper, the St. Pete Times. Yeah, St. Pete Times is sensational, especially compared to the Herald, and especially the South Florida Sun Sentinel. Oh, and by the way, if you're looking for a ball game score in the Sun Sentinel, if the game ended after like 9.30 at night, forget about it. You're not going to see it. Because the paper goes to bed. They go schluffing at 9 or 10 o'clock at night. And so they don't have any late scores, meaning if the game ended like at 10, 30, or 11 o'clock. Forget about it. World Series games, hockey games, any games. Not going to see it in the Sun Sentinel. What they've done to that newspaper is criminal. I think Joe Bell must be running it. Your good buddy, Joe Bell. And didn't you say the last time that you were on the air with, with me that uh, Joe Bell was just as big of a jerk over on the West Coast? Didn't you say that? No, I said less, actually. Oh, he was less of a jerk over there. Yeah. And, and what happened when he came over here? I'm not really sure. Like I said, over there, he didn't know the format that well, so he stayed away from it. Oh, and he knows this one? Well. He doesn't like to micromanage, Flea. <laughs> In other words, he doesn't know his fat ass from his elbow. That's what he's really trying to say, and that's obvious. Can't complain about the numbers, Joe. We don't have any. We suck. Can't complain about the audience. It doesn't exist. And and what what we're up against, I mean, my God. Have you ever heard the guys that got in midday over there across the street? No, I have not. Sounds like ding-dong school. Sounds like a couple little kids playing radio. Oh, I found a microphone. Let's put Gildy on with these guys, okay? Just absolutely uh, unacceptable. Well, my new favorite show is uh, Cephalo on IOD. Yeah. Jimmy Syphilis talks right-wing uh, politics sports. Jimmy, I'm going to tell you, you are just you a tragedy, an embarrassment. Here's an email. There's a few of them trickling in. Not a lot. Three or four hundred over the weekend, I, or over the week that I was gone. And I came back and I looked at that and I thought to myself, wow, there's going to be a lot of material for Monday morning. Guess what? Now, 99.9% of that stuff was pure, unadulterated. Crap. Mm-hmm. Just garbage. Here's one from John who says in Fort Lauderdale, have to disagree with you ever so slightly about Jerk Jerk Street who did the game Saturday with old Brent. He's a pretty good-looking guy, as Geldy used to say. Who cares what he looks like? He's just a motor mouth. And don't forget, Neil, he used to wear a jockstrap at Ohio State. He's big, Neil, bigger than both of us. And P.S., those hurricane football broadcasts are dreadful. Understatement of the century, they're dreadful. And didn't you tell me that the Beast is uh, doing something instead of a Jesse Agler? What 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 broadcast is that? The Beast uh, anchors the pregame show. And for what the Hurricanes? Yeah, they do a four-hour. That's because hurricane. he's Clarence's boyfriend, Jesse Agler, who's a real broadcaster and got a good voice and like a good guy. We don't want to put him on there because he sounds too professional. So let's put all of Clarence's boyfriends on there. How long have we been telling you that? Screaming about it on this station. Clarence and his boyfriends, the UM fraternity, and Clarence didn't even go to school there. That's the best part. That's another way of saying. I have no lie. Right, pathetic, Clarence, you idiot, you simpleton. I'm going to tell you, if you're over the age of 100, there's a place you're going to love. I, I, I had a good time the week I was down there. Hard Rock is great. Pompano Park, uh, there were some people there, few. They're doing better than the other. I read the article in the Scum Sentinel. It's easy to read the whole paper, taken a joyce. From cover to cover, from front to back, all the sections, you can read the whole thing in 30 seconds or less. Who, who are you people that are running that alleged newspaper now? What kind of a joke is that thing? There's nothing to read in it. 
It's it's about eight pages, the whole damn thing. They've got four sections. Each one is two pages. Piece of turd, the Sun Sentinel. But at any rate, there was a thing in there about the uh, slots and about how business is way down with the economy. Nobody's got any money. Sarah's going to help us out, though. Now he is for a tax credit. There you go. Dow's down 53 points. It's hovering. It's like undecided. Coconut Creek, Seminole Casino. Now, I'd heard a lot about that place, and I heard, I remember one guy won a couple million dollars there on a slot machine a long time, a couple of years ago. Isn't that the one? Yes. Well, what would you know? And don't, don't feel uh, like you have to sit there silent because you're it. Oh, I'm here for you. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Oh, God. This is just, this is unacceptable, Joe Bell. Uneffing acceptable, you idiot. And as far as Fat Chris is concerned, we're shopping for a new board op. Went through the whole thing before I went on vacation. Thought we had it straight now with him. He was going to be here every day. And if they had to push him on to ball games on the weekend, he could either butch up and say, I can't do it, or he could work seven days. Whatever. He needs the money. Evidently, he doesn't need the money. Maybe his girlfriend is supporting him or something like that. I have no idea. You know how that goes. He lives with his mom, doesn't he? I don't know. Pretty sure he does. Well, what does that tell you? How old is he? 30-something? Yeah, like 32, I think. 32 lives with mommy because he ain't making any money. And he's got a chance to make, well, let's see, four times 350 is like 14 bucks gross today. Couldn't get his fat ass out of bed and come in and do the job and be here for us with George's out sick. No, not fat Chris. <laughs> We're shopping for a board op that's going to be there every day. Not one who's got uh, mixed allegiances and who keeps uh, showing up for the stupid ball games on the weekend because he's too much of a wuss. He's got the balls of a butterfly. Is what he's got. <laughs> anyway, Coconut Creek, that they have a breakfast. Well, it's a buffet that goes on breakfast, lunch, dinner, till you're through puking your guts out. The worst swill in the history of the human. It's it, what it is. It's a buffet for old Jews with no teeth. And that casino, you, you could find broom closets bigger than that casino. We didn't stay there too long. I've never been there. Oh, God. Well, you're, you're way too young. You'd be like the great-grandson of somebody uh, who'd be at that place. So did they have jello at the buffet? They had lots of jello. They were nailing it to the wall. They should have nailed most of the people there to the wall. Oh, my God. I, it made me feel good. I felt like a teenager there. By far and away, the youngest people in that place. It's the Seminole. Uh, the, the other one, the Hard Rock, is great. And people go there because there's stuff to do. There's good restaurants there. There's Johnny uh, Johnny Rockets. You ever go to Johnny Rockets? Yeah. I love that place. I don't like their onion rings, though. They're I don't know. The Asian place there is good, too. Tattoo, it's really good. Is it really? Now yeah. you tell me. Because I don't know if I'm coming back anytime soon. I sure doubt it. I had a pretty good time, actually. But Seminole Coconut Creek. Stay away from it, you geek. Speaking of old people, elderly South Florida duo uninjured after car plunges from second floor garage. Driver mistook the gas pedal for the brake. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's South Florida for you. In Hallandale, an elderly woman and man whose car drove dove off a second floor parking garage and landed on a vehicle below suffered no injuries, authorities said last week. The incident happened about 10.30 last Monday, a week ago today, in a parking garage at 455 Golden Isles Drive, Fire Rescue Division Chief Richard Stover said. The female driver, 75, hit the gas instead of the brake as she tried to park. Hallandale Beach spokesman Andrew Casper said. She was supposed to pump the brakes, but instead hit the gas and went over the edge. A 78-year-old male passenger was also inside. 
The car, a red Mercury, burst through a retaining wall nose first. It struck a silver Toyota below it and stayed there braced, yet dangling about 20 feet from the second story. A neighbor called 911. Paramedics rushed to the garage. The Mercury's occupants told Hallandale Beach firefighters they were okay, so authorities called for the Broward Sheriff's Fire Rescue Technical Team to come extricate the pair using special equipment. The woman and man were not hurt, he said. A tow truck hauled the Mercury out of the garage. Only in Hallandale. The best talent. And maybe Coconut Creek. It's the big dog, Joe Rose. Weekday morning, 7 to 10. Where, where South Florida sports always matters. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. I broke in through her bedroom window. At 5 a.m. to dip my wig. Now what I did, I do was criminal, but that ain't nothing new if you play for the fish. <laughs> I guess my girlfriend forgot to tell me that this other bitch was someone else's wife. Oh man, her surly husband was mean and healthy. And I found out when it chased me with a knife. Why didn't that bitch tell me? It was too dark to see. She'd be in bed with her husband. And that scared the out of me. Feet don't fail me now. Haven't lost it, I'll tell you that. 1032 at 560 WQAM. So you thought that the story from Hallandale was good, huh? That was pretty good. Here's one from Sunrise. Headline, retiree plows car into Sunrise condo building. An 88-year-old retiree whose license had been revoked indefinitely plowed his car into balcony supports at a Sunrise Lakes condo Wednesday, temporarily displacing some residents of the three-story building police and condo officials be sand. Sunrise resident Irving List was notified in early October his driver's license was being revoked, according to the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. The revocation went into effect the very day of the accident, state records show. List's license had been suspended since January 2006 for failure to pass a driver's license exam, according to the state. He's definitely at fault for the accident, said Sunrise Police Lieutenant Brian Garrity. Police said List and his wife Estelle, 83, a passenger, were pulling their blue Chrysler sedan into their usual parking spot at Sunrise Lakes Phase 3, Building 73, at 8.35 a.m. when something went awry. The car suddenly lurched forward, jumped the curb, and knocked out two vertical supports, rendering portions of the building unsafe, Garrett, he said. Lisa and his wife were taken to Westside Regional Hospital as a precaution. It sounded like a bomb hit the place, said Howard Pacatillo, building captain of the 36-unit complex at 8880 Sunrise Lakes Boulevard. Boy. Now there's going to be several tenants who will be evacuated for several days. Charges are pending. List could not be reached for comment. The driver stated it was that his leg fell asleep. Maybe he missed hitting the brake and hit the gas. This is very common. Yeah, which which pedal makes the car stop and which one makes it go? Oy vey. And they were probably on their way back from Coconut Creek. I have never in my life, I mean ever, seen such a crowd of walking dead as in that place. It was just... And then the food in that buffet, oh, my God. 
The only thing missing was the glass of pollen on the table. I'm, I'm, I want to go back for a refund. And the thing was only like five bucks a person. Whoever heard of a buffet for five bucks? Am I right? Well, there you go. And well worth it at half the price. So what do you hear from Fat Chris? Anything? Is he coming in tomorrow? I haven't heard. I'm assuming he'll not. be here tomorrow. What? I'm assuming he'll be here tomorrow. <coughs> Let me tell you this. If you and I can do the show, how come George and I can't do the show? Hmm. You know, they, they've been trying to do this for years to eliminate a position and save some money being the cheap bastards that they are. Here's, here's an email from Mike who says, This whole break, all they did is run a big O commercial over and over on the Internet streaming. Really, really weak, it says. And Mike gives me like uh, six different numbers. Go away, Mike. I don't want your phone number. Now, let's see. Oh, oh here's... Here. <laughs> oh, great. I hope we get a lot of emails today from the fake fat Chris. Oh, I hope we get many. Here's one. I'm printing it out right now. Aren't you breathlessly waiting? Yes. Brian Pegg and Mustard the Wonder Dog said you can call in for an absentee ballot. My mom, who lives in Port Ritchie, called in. They're getting uh, is getting the ballot spelled wrong. Just overnight it back. Every vote counts. But a beep, but a boop, but about glad to have you back. I'm not voting. In fact, I got an article here. I just printed one of these six articles in the Sun Sentinel today. Long lines and early voting sites in Broward continued over the weekend with waits Sunday afternoon topping four hours at some locations. Four hours. What kind of a fool stands in line for four hours to wait to vote? I mean, I know we want to get the damn Nazis out of there, but for crying out loud, give us a chance. Johnny Dark says, thank goodness you're back. George is ponderous on the air. I'd rather hear Rocco bend over. How about them dolphins? They got a shot. Yeah, they ought to be shot. And what's this about Wayne is selling part of the team? I didn't see that because I really don't care. He sold half already. Yeah, I knew that, but he's selling more of it? Yeah, I think he wants out completely at, at some point. No. Because somebody, one of these emailers said something about Rush Bing Bang is buying part of the team. Wouldn't that be something? I have not heard that. Well, they already got Jimmy Syphilis on there to lift the right wing. And, of course, Mad Dog. Oh, boy, how his, how his stock has fallen. Not just his numbers have fallen, but his stock in the universe with his right wing tirades. 648 votes on the poll today. Now, let's see. I didn't give the result from uh, George's poll over the weekend. He'd be really... P.O.'d about that, wouldn't he? No. He wouldn't care. Don't tell me I already Schmidt canned the poll from. I can I can find it again. Wouldn't that be bad? Wouldn't that be bad? That would be horrible. <laughs> oh. Oh, what are we gonna do with Flea to get him to, here's the result of the poll. George's poll. Thousand thirty one votes over the weekend. I don't understand why women like men who abuse them, three hundred forty three. Ruining a good time, 65. Going to the bathroom together, 56. Nagging, 52. Nagging should have been near the top of the list. Nagging. I am a woman, so I understand it all, 45. Only 4.3% of the votes on here, women. Oprah, 43. Torturous shoes, 38. Overabundance of clothing or shoes, 30. Gay-looking guys, 30. About 30, man. Prison inmates, 28. Dr. Phil, 26. Stupid. Now, Rob Lowe to me always looked uh, gay, but I, I can understand why the ladies like him. You know what I'm saying? Don't you think that Rob Lowe looked gay? Yes. But he's not. Well, not that we know of. He's making babies. He's doing the old in-out with somebody. Dr. Phil, 26. Stupid big sunglasses, 26. Depressing movies, 26. Other people's business, 25. Marathon phone calls, 22. Dancing with the stars, 20. 
Noxious Perfume, 18. Impractical Things, 15. Shopping, 14. Weddings, 14. Magazines with 99% ads like the Sun Sentinel, 13. Soap Operas, 11. Useless Ornaments, 11. Clay Aiken, 10. Getting All Moody After Sex, 10. Slobs, 10. Hillary Clinton, 9. Michael Bolton, 8. Plastic Plants, 6. Crying, 3. Vagina Monologues, 2. And Flowers, 2. Out of 1,031. You want to hear the one from the fake Fat Chris? Yes. Neil, I'm sorry that I wasn't at work on Friday. He wasn't here Friday? No, it was me and George on Friday. So how come he has to take two days off now? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you, you just sent me over the edge, mister. Let me tell you right now. Don't come in tomorrow, fat Chris. Go work on some other show, you turd. You big, fat lump of turd. Anyway, he says, I'm sorry I wasn't at work Friday or today. I'm getting too fat to roll myself out of bed. <laughs> Sunday, I went to Taco Bell to celebrate the Dolphins' victory and gorged myself. I had three chalupas, two volcano tacos, two grilled stuffed burritos, and a nachos with cheese. Wow, he's cutting back. I washed this down with some cold stone creamery. Please help me, Neil. I'm a fat, stinky, lazy, ugly, pathetic excuse for a human. I have an appointment tomorrow to see the doctor about getting my stomach stapled. Please don't make fun of me today, Neil. I'm listening to this show and don't want to be offended. Love you, Fat Chris. <laughs> I think whoever writes these uh, phony Fat Chris, we let, let's put him on the board. At least maybe he'll show up once in a while. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports League. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the Mad Dog, Jim Mandich. Afternoons, right. 4 to 7. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports, sports Leader. This station stands for nothing. Tonight, it's a new Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader. Tonight, on Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, right. the mother of all contestants. Our family has the same ups and downs as any other, the same challenges and the same joys. Sometimes even the greatest joys bring challenge. The first ever westbound Pony Express delivery started in Missouri and ended in what U.S. state? The great state of Alaska. Not smarter than a fifth grader. Which of the following is a country in Africa? Albania, Argentina, Algeria. Canada, Mexico, and then, yeah, that trip that was a trip of a lifetime. And we've got to keep an eye on Russia. No. Not smarter than a fifth grader. They're our next door neighbors. And you can actually see Russia from land here in Alaska. I am so sorry. Not smarter than a fifth grader. Dow's down 83. No reason to panic yet today. Yet being the operative term. 669 votes on our current poll. We, we should add uh, vote absentee on here, but you don't know how to do that, do you? No, I can do that. You can't. You can? Yeah, I can do that. Now, I don't, I don't want to save these people any money, and I certainly don't want to get Fat Chris fired. Why, why wasn't he there on Friday? I'm not really sure. I don't, he just asked me to fill in. I was on the schedule, I think. I mean, I wish I could give you a better answer. It's just, I don't know. Friday and Monday. I mean, well, what's the point? If you don't want to be on the show, Fat Chris, just let us know, okay? Just send me a text message. Just send a text to uh, Flea and say, I quit. I want on the ball games. I want to uh, be on Clarence's best side, so I'll do. I'll stick with the ball games or some crap like that. Yeah, add on the pool, um, I vote absentee, okay? Add it right somebody, now. 
somebody chastised me. Now, what I was thinking during the break is the reason that we need used to need three people to do this show is somebody needs to sit in a big studio where I used to sit, where George sits, and send the faxes, you know, and, and be listening to the show all the time. Yeah, you could make a couple of minor changes in this room, and it would be pretty simple. Basically, just fire the uh, audio vault from that room, and you're done. Right. Pretty simple. If it sounds like we're trying to get rid of Chris's job, you're right. 672 votes on this poll today. Would you wait in line for several hours to vote? Yes, it's too important not to vote. 343. All right, better you than me. No effing way, 207. That's what I voted, and I didn't do it. I won't. Already did, 122 hearty souls who did their patriotic duty, who are brainwashed enough to believe that this is the way voting is supposed to take place. 17 places to vote in Broward County, 17 locations. And about they have, they have about as many machines at the polling locations, so I'm told, as they have pages in the Sun Sentinel. Well, what happened to that paper? You, you you probably live in Dade, don't you? Yeah, I live in Aventura. Oh, my God. So you don't get the Sun Sentinel. Do you ever see it? It used to be a pretty decent newspaper. Not great, but, but certainly better than the Herald. Now you can't, you can't grade the quality of it because there is no newspaper. There is no Sun Sentinel. It weighs a tenth of an ounce. You could use it for toilet paper if the ink didn't run. Barry says, and Barry was so emphatic with this that he felt he had to send it twice, says, thank God you are back. George did it again. He had five unlistenable shows. I don't know how he does it. It's hard to be that bad all the time. That's what the Barry says. Hey, Barry. You fairy. Quit picking on little George. He's sick today. He's always sick. He's out sick. In fact, Chris, he's busy uh, eating and uh, sleeping because he's got to do the ball games, the ball games. That's what counts on QM, the ball games that everybody watches for free on TV, those ball games. And believe me, with the people we got doing the games, who could blame them? Even Flea agrees with that. Yes. Horrendous, grotesque, unacceptable. Unbelievable. Flea says, here's a fax from the fake Flea. Don't you feel honored? <laughs> All right. Says, hey, Neil, I really hate fat Chris. Every time I pass him in the office, he smells like an old can of tuna fish. He's always sweating, and it's really starting to bug everyone in the building. Please get rid of him and hire me to take his place. I love you, Neil. We could be great together. See, whoever sent this doesn't realize that Flea can't afford to take the pay cut. No, that'd be a big pay cut. A huge pay cut from the big bucks that he's siphoning out of there for promotions director, <laughs> which there are no promotions. It's a joke. Right. To uh, whatever. To working for three fifty an hour on it. Although, look at all the free food he used to get. Used to being the operative term. Yeah. I saved that. I threw out a whole bunch of stuff from a big pile I had over here on my right. I got two piles. The pool pile and stuff like that. Oh, here it is. I didn't want to Schmidt can this. It's, I may frame it. I may sell it on eBay. The memo, July 9th, 2008, to all staff from Josh Darrow, carbon copy Jolly Joe Bell, Ray Food Delivery. From this point moving forward, all food ordered to the radio station must be bought and paid for. We can no longer receive food free of charge. Any food or restaurant mentioned on the air must be tied to a sales or promotions program. You can still talk about restaurants and food on the air as long as it relates to legitimate show content. This, this, is, this was one of the lowest blows in the history of the business. 
This goes to show the anti-human kind of sentiment that resides in the big bowels of Jolly Joe Bell. Because, you know, even though Clarence wrote the memo, you know who was behind us, don't you, Flea? Absolutely. And who was that? That'd be Joe Bell. That would be your good, close, personal buddy, Jolly Joe Bell. The Antichrist. The fat Antichrist. Big, fat <coughs> turd on two legs. Jolly Joe Bell. Has come into this radio station and, and wrought a path of destruction and rape and plunder, the likes of which has never been seen. Destroyed everything that this place used to be. I bet you Greg Reed is laughing up his ass, you know what? Somewhere, wherever he's hanging out. Do we know where he is? He's still and down Petey here. Le Petey Lenny, Mr. Walking Comedy Act, was in there this morning before the show, uh, bit bitching and moaning and bellyaching, carrying on. You wouldn't believe it. He said he'd rather be dead than work for these bastards. Isn't that what he said? I think those were his exact words. Those were the exact words, Petey Lenny. He said, I'd rather croak than work for bastards like these. They should only, he said, hub and dreared. Long lines at early voting sites in Broward continued over the weekend, with wait Sunday afternoon topping four hours at some locations. Boy, you got to really be dedicated or have no life, or both. Charlie Reed, 50 of Fort Lauderdale City, tried to vote twice during the week, but left each time after realizing he'd have to wait in line for hours. On Sunday, he said he wouldn't turn back without casting his vote at the Broward Main Library. I would wait all day if I had to, he said. That's how pissed off and fired up the public is. County officials said roughly 12,000 people cast ballots during the five hours of voting Saturday. It isn't known yet how many turned out during three hours of voting yesterday. There were three hours of voting, and yet some people had to wait for four hours. Now, can you figure that out? Waits at the 17 early voting locations Sunday range from an hour and 30 minutes at the Davy Cooper City Branch Library on Southwest 82nd Ave to four hours and a half at the Tamarack Branch Library on West Commercial Boulevard. The polls closed at 4 p.m. However, the voting continued in some locations to accommodate those standing in line. It, it damn well better accommodate those standing. Can you imagine if you stood in line for three and a half hours and they came and said, Oh, sorry, we're closing down now. Come back another day. See you on the 4th. At the Hollywood Library near City Hall, voters began queuing before 10 a.m., though the doors wouldn't open for another three hours. By 2 p.m., the line had grown to about 400 people, and it snaked around the building. There was a snake around the building. A big, ugly snake, and it looked just like... Joe's the guy Yeah. And here, I always thought that he looked more like old penis face, myself. Do you ever meet Joe Zagaki? Yes, I have. Am I right? Does he look like penis face? Yeah, I would say that. So far, the turnout in Broward has been heavily Democratic. Support for Barack Obama seemed a big draw to make the voters lined up in Hollywood. Dofton Grant, an Obama supporter from Hollywood, had a succinct answer when asked why he would wait more than three hours to vote. We have a lot of things that need to be fixed, he said. Hey, guess what? We need to vote for a new president of QAM. We have a lot of things that need to be fixed, including Clarence's... Rectum. Several people interviewed said they didn't mind long waits. When you see the economy the way it is, unemployment, we need to just change what we've been doing, said Donald Jones, who lives in Hollywood and works as a road ranger in West Palm Beach. My sixth grade teacher in um, Canandaigua, New York, his name was Donald Jones. Sixth grade, something teacher. I don't know what he was. Social studies. They still call it social studies? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Really? Yeah, I believe they do. In South Florida, they call it anti-social studies. With more than 80,000 people casting ballots in the first week of early voting, Broward's on track to meet projections of 80% turnout for the election, the highest rate since 92. Susan Washington, 46, of Fort Lauderdale, said she felt giddy after voting, despite waiting two and a half hours. Washington and her husband said they spent their time talking and engaging with other voters at the main library where officials have been allowing people to wait in the air-conditioned auditorium. 
Delay times now are posted on both the county and elections office websites. The county hotline, 311, provides the same information to callers. For people who want to avoid lines, election officials will accept requests for absentee ballots through Wednesday. Early voting continues today, started at 10 o'clock this morning. It's going on right now. Get out there and stand in line. Schlep along, baby. In Dade County, it starts at 11 a.m. Well, it starts in six minutes, so get online right now, all you old green tooths. Like I said, stay home and play dominoes. We've had enough fascism already, okay? Maybe Batista was a good guy, never stole a freight train, but we don't want no more fascists. Fascista, fascista. Elizabeth says, please know that Brenda Snipes is not responsible for a limited number of voting sites or hours in Broward County. It's the result of the Republicans in the state of Florida. And it's got an article from the Herald about, is the legislature to blame for long early voting lines? Saying early voting cost too much money with rules that weren't uniform. Republican legislatures uh, did something three years ago. It's chopped off. To set new statewide standards, limiting the number of polling sites and their hours of operation. Those revamped rules trimmed early voting from 12 hours a week, day to eight. During the first presidential election since fat-ass Governor Jeb Bush signed the bill in 2005, the new laws can, uh, effect can be seen throughout South Florida. Exhausting lines at polling sites in Dayton Broward that led voters to miss work, senior citizens to beg for chairs, and voting advocates to question that why some are being disenfranchised. You bet your sweet ass, baby. I'd have gone over there and voted at the Liberian Plantation, but guess what? When I saw in the news three, three-and-a-half, four-hour wait, I said, uh-uh. I want Obama real bad, but I'm not, and I could lie. I could say I went over there and voted. And then I come back here and I see that YouTube uh, thing that somebody put together. Neil Rogers cost Obama the election. He didn't vote. It's a whole long, complicated thing, you know? Somebody who with no life put a lot of effort. And by the way, speaking of somebody with no life, you remember the guy that was uh, supposed to help me out with our website kept telling me that our NeilRogers.com was a piece of crap. It was old. Remember that guy, Richard Romer? Uh huh. Never heard from him again. I keep looking every day. I keep looking, Richard, for your astute observations and for your suggestions and etc. Nada. Nada. Biggest name. Nada words. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports League. The biggest names. The best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Plunger, baby. Let's go to Woodbine and plunge our guts out. 1101 at 560 WQM. Let's take a look at that schedule if we must. Now, come on. We got the big O from 2 to 4 back for our part 2 of his extravaganza today. In spite of incredible public outcry and protest, 
and Revulsion. Four to seven, Mad Dog is at Hooters in the Pines. Dolphins tonight, seven to eight. And then the World Series, game five, at eight o'clock tonight. So it's 3-1 for the Phillies. I went to bed last night. Yep, they're up 3-1. Oh, well, and I see they pounded the crap out of the Rays 10-2. They took the devil out of the Devil Rays. What a shame that is. Yeah, even the Phillies pitcher hit a home run last night. Yeah. Well, you got a bet on the Phillies, is that it? You sound awful happy about it. No, I'm kind of sad because I'm from Tampa. How about those Patriots knocking off St. Louis? Another girls team. Man, what a schedule we got this year. Thank God for that. And Denver. Oh, my God. Denver's worse than uh, the Dolphins. We'll find and out the, this Sunday. What? We'll find out this Sunday. We'll find out what? It's the Dolphins in Denver. Oh, are you kidding me? That's a gimme. Denver should just forfeit. That Cutler kid, the quarterback, he he, he makes Matt Castle look like Bart Starr. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's how bad he is. That kid is pathetic. John says, long-time listener since the Zeta days from Pompano Beach, have been living in Dublin, Ireland for the past six and a half years. Don't miss living in South Florida, but visit twice a year. Florida is good only in small doses. Yeah, I would agree with that. I had a pretty good time for five days, and that was it. Besides my doctoring trips and stuff like that. I received my absentee ballot and voted for Barack. Absolutely no support for McCain-Palin ticket over here. I know you spend time in Europe. I recommend Dublin in July, August, and Palma, Mallorca, well. Enjoy the show on your website. Keep up the good job. Best regards, John Rankin. Thank you, John, but I'm not going to Dublin. Too many Irish there. Too many pasty Irishmen. Too many drunken whatever. Now, I just have never had any desire to go to Ireland. Do you have a desire to go to Ireland? No, but I've heard good things about it. Like what? The grass is nice. The people are friendly. A lot of four-leaf clovers. Lots of leprechauns running around. Lots of pubs. Oh, yeah. Lots of pubs. Irish pubs. Italian pubs. Russian pubs. That's a good poll question. We ought to do it again. I'd like to go to Prague. Yeah, me too. I've never been there. I have a friend who went there, and he said, eh, kind of boring. Kind of boring. Now, you interrupted me just when I was in the middle of some fantastic thought there about <laughs> Ireland. Sorry. That's okay. Just keep babbling. So what do you think? We don't we eliminate the position? Because I know they'd go for that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think they've already uh, cut it out of the budget. Sorry, Chris. That uh, two cents an hour we were paying you, we can't afford it. we got to buy a few staples now. Maybe some office supplies. What a cheap, fat bastard, that Jolly Joe Bell. What a, what a turd, man. He is the absolute... De- if you look up fat, nasty turd in the dictionary, you'll see his picture there. Jolly Joe Bell. Rhymes with hell. And sure ain't swell. Wouldn't mind it over the weekend if he uh, fell, like on his ass, broke his neck. Shirley says, if you change your mind, the lines in Hallandale are shorter and they have chairs. Well, what, what does that mean? Like you can pick and choose where you're going to vote? Don't you have to vote in your uh, wherever your your name is registered? I would think so. Maybe it changes with the early voting, though. I don't know. Get out of here. I don't think so. I could be and well, and like I'm going to come back so I can go to Hallandale. You got to be kidding, Shirley. And they have chairs so you don't have to stand. I went the second day, waited for about an hour. When we drove past there yesterday, there were less cars in the parking lot. Please at least check it out. We can't let the fascists back in. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to fly back down there tomorrow, honey. And I'm going to vote in Hallandale. My guy said he wasn't waiting in line either. I said I withhold my services until he votes. At our age, this means dropping off his vehicle for repairs. Oh, surely. Surely you're kidding. 717 on the survey. 
Ken from Etobicoke says, welcome back. Here's a concept for a poll, which needs to be wordsmithed by you, unless you've already done it. What a great Canadian word that is, wordsmithed. You think any American would use that expression, wordsmithed? Not down here. Oh, it's so canucky, baby. When my time is up, I will probably die from... And then it's got a list. Murder, drowning, car crash, plane crash, military conflict, terrorist attack, old age, AIDS, stroke, heart attack, cancer, other disease, accident, eaten by a shark. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good poll. That is a good, that's cute. And thank God, no, no emails from Sal Biondo today. Neil at neilrogers.com. That's where to send your, your, uh, emails when you have something to say. Not a link to some 50,000 page article that I don't have time to read, and certainly I'm not going to read on the air. The Dow's only down 30. Isn't that good? Good news. The Dow is down? About 30, man. 25. See, you can't even get the words. It's so spastic and, you know, fluctuating so much. You can't even get the words out of your mouth. Larry says, Neil, did you see Gloria Stefan at the Hard Rock? No, thank God I did not. She's bigger than both of us. Also, I saw Zach at a pizza place eating this huge pizza. If he lost 50 pounds, he needs to drop another to 120, 100 to 125. He is huge, says Larry. Is he still huge? He's lost about 40 pounds. And he's still huge. He's not small. Let me say it again. Is he huge? Yeah, he's big. Okay. Don't start playing like uh, Fat Chris there now. You'll be next. He's smaller than Chris, though. Well, who the hell isn't? Beast. Well, we sure got a fat place, man. We got a fat farm at QAM. The only thing that's not fat are the ratings. Or the paychecks. Oh, well, speak for yourself. And mine shows up on time, every payday, a couple days early, every payday. I got that fat fart train really well. Just give me, give me the paycheck. That's all that counts. And he does. That's all he's good for, getting you paid early. And of course, with this company, that's all that counts, getting paid. Oh no, you're wrong, Neil. We're going to change the world here on QAM. <laughs> oh yeah. And then we've had about 5,000 people send me this uh, article. Wayne wants to sell before Obama raises taxes. Picking up the right-wing mantle where Joe Robbie left off, that good Republican Joe Robbie. Dolphins owner H. Wayne Heisinger said yesterday, no date's been set for selling up to 45% more of the team to Stephen Ross, but the presidential election is among the issues weighing on his decision. That's because an Obama administration is expected to mean higher t capital gains taxes. Oh, my God. He wants to double the capital gains tax, almost double it, Heisinger said. I'd rather give it to charity than give it to him. Yeah, that's right. All the extra tax money that the wealthy are going to be paying is going to go to him. Ross purchased 50% of the team in Dolphin Stadium for $550 million earlier this year with intention to eventually become majority owner. If you do it this year or you do it next year, the difference is humongous because of the taxes, Heisinger said. So writes Sarah Talalay in the uh, Miami Herald. And that's sent to us by the unctuous Rich Pactor. Good thing George is out sick today. Maybe that's why he is sick. Now, did he know that Chris was not going to... See, I want you to try to explain to me. I don't want to put a burden on you, but how is it that Chris was out Friday and today? I mean, that's Can a you... good question. I was scheduled to work for him today, and I think that George did not know that or wasn't aware of that. And I can't tell you about Friday. I'm not sure how that all happened. Maybe I know it George sounds is... retarded. I, I have no other better explanation for you. Tomorrow. Now, were you telling me about the great calls George had all last week? I thought George's show was okay last week. I'm not. I'm not looking to knock it. Do you think I'm going to knock George's show, even though he might deserve it? And he did take some calls. And yeah, they were okay. So there you go. I'm your friend. Well, friends, 
Same person, Prozac Ron and John McCain. They're both Mavericks. The fake Johnny Darkses, Joe Zagaki and Don Bailey Jr. and the Beast are the worst. The worst. Absolutely. Whatever happened to Mark Vandermeer, he's great. He was great. He was too good for this market. Is Joe Z, Sonny Hirsch's stepson? Speaking of Sonny, whatever happened to Sonny from the market? It's funny he should whoever this is should mention that, because George was talking about that the day before I went on vacation. Sonny from the market. Fell on hard times. Lost it all. Lost it all. Like Sonny would say, we're not here for a long time, just for a good time. Well, neither one in your case, Sonny. He was a good guy, too. But he evidently fell on hard times. I haven't even got to the dead people yet. It's already 10 after 11. I'm getting way past my time. It's okay. It's what we're here for. We're not here to entertain. We're here to kill four hours in a very monotonous terminal pond. And by the way, thanks for the crappy weather while I was down there. In fact, I look out the window here right now, in case Castronova is listening, and it's murky. It looks just like South Florida. It's, you know, a lot of many, many degrees colder. And it was warm, but it was like murky and raining and nasty. I think I saw the sun the first day, and that was the end. Oh, it's five. It's like uh, 42 degrees here. Whoa. Not too toasty and murky. And I think a few uh, snow flurries overnight. How can that be? It's only October. Now, when does uh, daylight time end? Didn't they push that back in November sometime? I'm not really I'm sure. sure. I can look it up, though. Well, let, let's look it up. Let's find out what Sunday we turn the clocks fall back, spring ahead. We turn them back. So that even though it gets dark now at 5.30, it'll be 4.30 and just as dark once we turn the clocks back. Fall back, spring ahead. How sad. Michael says, welcome back, Neil. Do you still think it's not close enough to steal? It's never, ever not too close to steal. As evidenced by your stories on long voting lines in Broward, the voter suppression is amazing. How can this go on in 2008? It's Zion America, Michael. That's why. You should know that by now. I'm very nervous. I need your reassurances, Neil. Please tell me it's going to be okay. Okay? As Dennis James would say, okay? Okay. He was good, Dennis James. He was an old smoothie, you know? Well, not that kind of smoothie. But nevertheless. By the way, how about that Frankie Dettori on Saturday? The Humper picked a phenomenal exactly there. Did you see that? No, I did not. He sure looked a lot better on TV than he did in person that night. I had dinner with him a couple weeks ago. Boy, they must use a lot of makeup on the Humper. Wow. And who else did I see on TV? There was Hank, and there was some other... It'll come to me. When you get old and feeble like me, you know, it takes a long time to get your brain unscrambled. 725 votes on the poll. Would you wait in line for several hours to vote? Yes, it's too important not to vote. 363. No effing way, 218. Already did, 132. I vote absentee, 12. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The... The sports leader. The sports leader. Greg hates you. What a disaster you are, Clarence, you idiot. From Alaska. Married to an Eskimo. You fairy. From Alaska. A hockey mocking boat. Sarah stumbled through some colleges after leaving Idaho. She met a guy named Todd a drunken Eskimo. She modeled in her bathing suit in a local beauty show. Then she got a gig in the media broadcasting for sport holes. She ran to be the mayor in a town of 52. 
Then became the governor of a state where the girls are few. She kept the money for the earmarks that she got approved. And Sarah named her children Trick and Track and Diggity Doo. Where the bathtubs are filling up with crank in Wasilla. From Alaska, Harry to an Eskimo. From Alaska, a hockey mom bimbo. Eleven eighteen at five sixty WQM. So we're getting all the answers on the uh, email. Thank God I uh, came up with that email nonsense. You know what? Yes, it's true. It's true. Now, did George do a lot of emails or not? No, I don't think he read any emails that week last week. Really? Anyway, Dave, uh, New York City, Dave says we turn our clocks back this Saturday morning, uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning. Wish me well, New York City Marathon on Sunday. Hey, good luck in New York City Marathon on Sunday, New York City Dave, whoever you are. So this coming weekend, I knew it was coming. Oh, boy, it's going to be Finster. It's going to be getting dark so early, you're going to wish you were never born. Why can't they just have daylight time all year long? And especially, uh, I mean, in Florida, it doesn't make that much difference. But yeah, and daylight savings time ends uh, this Sunday. It's the first Sunday in November. What did I just get you saying? Oh, yeah. Well, you're correct. <laughs> How'd you like to finish the show on your own? No, nah, not so much. I think that would be a treat. Here's Flea. Anyway, uh, they should have daylight time all year long, and especially up north when it, you know there's ice and snow and sleet and the roads are covered with mung, and it gets dark real early in the middle of rush hour. Well, that's no good. What kind of communist crap is that? Oh, speaking of communists, there you go, Mel Martinez. What would you expect from your right-wing uh, state of Florida senator? What a jerk. Communista, communista. I knew it wouldn't take long before him and his ilk would bring that crap. Communista. First it was socialist. Now we've moved to communist. All depending on how desperate they are. The desperation meter just keeps getting higher and higher, and election days a week from manana. Now, here's the clarification on this. See, I was confused on that. I thought you had to vote in your precinct, which on election day you do. But for early voting, you can vote at any early voting location in your county. So thanks to the 80 people who sent me that. Did you know that? No, I didn't. On election day, if you vote on election day, you have to vote at your precinct. But on early voting, you can vote anywhere in your county. So I could have voted anywhere in... Uh, no! In, well, that's it, but... I'm still not standing in line. In fact, Rodney says, I can't understand why you criticize people for waiting in long lines to vote. I waited almost three hours last week to cast my vote for Obama. The election isn't in the bag. If people decide they can't wait in long lines, then so be it. But to belittle those of us who haven't taken the national polls granted is pretty astonishing, especially coming from somebody like yourself who feels we should vote early and often. Yeah, I feel you should vote early and often. I said, I'm not going to wait in line for hours and hours. I don't, first of all, I have, I mean, it's just me. I have no patience. I don't like standing in line for like uh, two minutes at the uh, checkout at the supermarket. I don't like lines, okay? Unlike your president, your president likes lines. 740 votes on the poll, 740. Isn't there some station on the dial, 740? I think there is. Another one of those 50 watt jobs. Michael says, I vote by absentee. It's the only way to do it. 
That way there's a paper trail. A paper trail. Good for you, Mike. Thank God we're going to get this over a week from tomorrow. Everybody go out and vote for Obama two, three times. Staying in line over and over again. Here's the dead people. James E. Riley, 60, who created the campy soap opera Passions and twice served as head writer on the Days of Our Lives, died October 12. The news takes a long time to get around at a New York City hospital from complications following cardiac surgery. Born in 1948 in Bountiful, Utah. Riley once said he learned the art of storytelling while visiting his grandfather's TV-free home in Ireland. Every evening, Grandpa would end a two-hour story with a cliffhanger. Riley wrote for General Hospital and The Young and the Restless and was named head writer of Guiding Light in 1990. With his Guiding Light writing staff, he won a daytime Emmy in 1993. He moved to NBC's Days of Our Lives in 92, came up with non-traditional storylines that included satanic possession of the show's main heroine. He left the show in 97 to create Passions, and you had to be doing heroin to watch that show. It just a... Uh, it was fun. So the show is dead, and so is he. Don't you think there's something symbolic about that? Indeed. The show goes off the air, and the guy who created it died. After Passions debuted on NBC in 99, the soap opera became known for outrageous and paranormal plot twists, including a magic doll that comes to life. Timmy, teenagers flocked to it, and the show remained on the air until last August. From 2003 to 6, Riley was head writer for Days of Our Lives and Passions. At the time, he calculated he was responsible for filling 500 hours of TV a year. Wow. The Passions guy is dead, and so is the show, and so is Timmy. Adult film director dies in southwest Florida. He directed one of the highest grossing, most gross, most talked about films in movie history, Deep Throat. Then Gerard Damiano lived out his final years in Fort Myers quietly, enjoying theater, attending art openings, appearing at charitable events, and reveling especially in the accomplishments of his two children. Damiano died Saturday of complications following a stroke. He was 80. Damiano's 72 blockbuster, Deep Throat, was the first mass-market audience adult movie. Polarizing and controversial, Deep Throat was banned in 23 states, yet embraced by a nation in the throes of sexual revolution. In 1973, reviewer Roger Ebert you wrote, It became pornographic chic in New York. This is the first stag film to see with a date. The film grossed $600 million, more than any adult film before or since, according to the 2005 documentary Inside Deep Throat, which chronicles the effect Damiano's film had on U.S. culture. Inside Deep Throat made a claim that an industry known for toxic exploitation, Damiano was a different sort of director. I was just a nice guy, which is why I think I did pretty well, he told the New York Press in 2005. I mean, I'd meet an actress and say, sit down, you take your clothes off. I'm going to ask you to do some nasty things. You'd have to be pretty nice. His many warm and during friendships with others in the industry attest to that. When he turned 80 in August, adult stars from around the country flew in for the surprise celebration. One of those was Georgina Spelvin, star of the devil in Miss Jones, who wrote afterwards in her uh, online blog, his former wife and still good friend Babwa, their daughter Christar, and their son G-Rock, through the best birthday bash I've seen since my Italian mother-in-law's 90th. When the lights came up, we all yelled, Surprise! I feared my favorite director was going to bolt. He later said, I haven't been that surprised since I was arrested. He just couldn't believe his loving former performers and pals and travel from New York and California just to nuzzle and hug and kiss him to pieces. California. Where did I see the uh, governor the other day? Was it at a ball game? Somewhere. The Terminator? I haven't seen him. No, he was waddling into someplace. I forget where the hell it was. He can't, he can't even pronounce the state he's governor of. California. Like I told you, when he got elected governor of California, that was the beginning of the end of the human race. Biggest name. That was the it. Best town.
That was like when Jolly Joe Bell came to QAM. 560 QAM. The fourth lead. Howard from Boca. This is an ABC News special report. Good evening and welcome to the third and last presidential debate. We welcome Barack Obama and John McCain. Gentlemen, welcome. Let's get to it. Senator McCain, why is your plan better than his? Well, I am convinced we need to do a lot of things. But I want to give every American uh, gold-plated Cadillac uh, cosmetic surgery and and transplants and all of those kinds of things. That, I think, is a mistake, and, you know, we've got to do drugs. All right. I want to ask both of you about the people that you're going to bring into the government. Senator Obama. On economic policy, I associate with Warren Buffett and former Fed Chairman uh, Paul Volcker. Senator McCain. My old buddy Joe, Joe the plumber's out there. And Joe, uh, Joe, Joe the plumber. All right, uh, let, let's go to another topic. Joe the plumber. Senator McCain's losing his bearings. Senator Obama. Uh, completely true. Erratic, out of touch, angry. Yes. Uh, that, that to me was so hurtful. Very unfair, totally inappropriate. I'm president of the United States. All right, let's go to a new topic. Why would the country be better off if your running mate became president rather than his running mate? Senator McCain. Uh, Americans have got to know Sarah Palin. She understands uh, Alaska's right next to Russia. She understands that. That's a no-brainer. She understands that better than almost any American that I know. Senator Obama. Do you think she's qualified to be president? Obviously, she's a uh, screwy, and I make no apology for that. Thank you very much. This concludes the final debate. Oh, if you would have just said that, that would have been great, but he didn't. 11.32 at 5.60 WQM. We got Flea today. No George. George is pretending to be sick. And uh, we got no fat Chris, because Chris is no longer with the show. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's kind of funny. Well, I mean, he wasn't here Friday. Was he here on Friday? No. Was he here today? No. Any explanation? No. Sounds to me like he's just, well, I got, a, I got an email that I think answers it. Boy, I got a lot of complaints. Lots of complaints about lots of different things. Oh, here's one from Crystal, George's wife. Neil, why did you let my stupid husband stay home from work today? I had an appointment to screw the yard boy at noon today. Now what am I supposed to do? George has been running around the house all day today cursing you, Crystal. No doubt. Chris, Fat Chris says, I'm writing you because I'm very confused. Things went bad on Thursday when I was leaving work. Joe Bell asked if I'd give him a ride. He said his car was broken down. So I thought I would help him out. Next thing I realized, I woke up at Joe's face down and naked in his bedroom. Joe was in the kitchen singing and making breakfast. If you look at Friday's schedule, Joe was also not in because he was with me. I think that Joe has opened a new door in my life and not just a back one. I'm writing to tell you I'm very sorry, but things have changed. I'm with Joe now. Don't want any hard feelings between us. I'm sorry about this morning also. As I woke to Joe spooning me, things quickly got out of control again, and one thing led to another. Oh. Joe said I shouldn't worry because there's always an open position for me at the station and at his house. No hard feelings, Chris. Hard in capital letters. I'm sure of that. How do you like that? Does that explain it to you? Joe Bell was actually out on Friday. See, there you go. Hey, Joe. You fairy. Now these things are starting to fit together, so to speak. Yeah. Well, they just happen to be next to each other. You know, it worked out well. It fit. 762 on the survey. Our goal is 900. 
Let's not set our sights too high today. I mean, how can we do really big without uh, George and Chris? It's tough. Oh, this is Weiner and West Palm. Boring, boring email. Boring, Weiner. Oh, and then there was a thing about Obama's visit last... Uh, yeah, I did read this. Because I, I read the uh, six pages of the Sun Sentinel. Am I the only person who, who realizes it? That that newspaper has gone from about however many pages it used to have to about a, a, a 50th of it. There's about 10 pages in the paper. It's as thin. It's paper thin. It's as thin as they slice the Nova at an outstanding deli. What a piece of crap newspaper. You people of the Sun Sentinel ought to be embarrassed. You put that turd thing out and you call that a newspaper? God. I'm serious. I picked that thing up and I'm thinking to myself, did part of the paper fall out or something out on the driveway? Where the hell's the rest of it? Where's the rest of it? I've heard that line before. That was down 41, by the way. So anyway, in this article about Obama's visit, I guess because Wes Clark had such good luck at the deli then, all the other candidates, all the other contenders have to stop at the deli then. They have an obligatory stop. They probably would have gone to the Rascal House, but it's uh, closed. Then it was down the road again to the deli then for another unannounced stop known in campaign parlance as OTR or off the record. Obama ordered and paid for two plastic bags of food from the deli counter, a half pound of white fish salad, some Novolox, bagels and cream cheese, latkes, and three black and white cookies, and wandered around the restaurant tables. Well, it's a good thing they didn't take him to that Seminole and Coconut Creek to that buffet. Oh, my God, what dreck. As he worked the unruly rope line that formed outside, security again jostled with the pulsing crowd. One man, his face incredulous, yelled into a phone, Yes, I'm only five feet away from him. Probably with an accent like that. He went, oh, the deli den. That puts all the candidates over the top. Let's pander to the Jews now. Let's eat a lot of deli. Let's get some of them little potato lockies from Corky's. Now, is the last Corky's closed, I do believe? I believe so. Oh, no. That's the end. The death knell for Dade County was when Corky's in North Miami Beach closed its doors many years ago. That was the end of Dade, officially. And now, the end of, uh, the end of South Florida. All the Corky's are gone. A lot of complaints about the uh, streaming thing. Here's one. It says, Neil, for the love of God, tell those effing idiots who run the station to please stop with the incessant big O spots on the Internet. They are freaking ponderous. If I hear that sports hole faggot talk about Pac-Man Jones again, I'm going to lose it. Sports hole faggot and Pac-Man Jones. Well, I don't know what spot that is, and I'm glad I don't. Do you know what it is? I have no idea. Good. You live a lot longer that way. Rock solid. Uh-huh. Of course, they don't care about the Internet streaming. I mean, if they don't care what's on the air, why would they care about what's on the Internet, right? True. Here's another dead guy. Author Tony Hellerman dies at 83. Never heard of him. Did you? Nope. Tony Hellerman, author of the acclaimed Navajo Tribal Police mystery novels and creator of two of the unlikeliest of literary heroes, Navajo police officers Joe Leephorn and Jim Chi, died yesterday of pulmonary failure. He was 83. That's old enough. Hillerman's daughter, Ann Hillerman, said her father's health had been declining the last couple of years. He was at Presbyterian Hospital in Albuquerque when he died about 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon. Maybe it was in the middle of that Dolphin-Bills uh, game. We won a game again. We beat the Bills. Oh, yeah. We're smelling Super Bowl, baby, 3 and 4. I think 5 and 2 beats 3 and 4 every time, doesn't it? Pretty much. Bob in Coral Springs says vote in Coral Springs in about 45 minutes. Well, good for you, Bob. Well, now that I know you can vote any uh, precinct you want anywhere in, in uh, 
those 17 locations. I'm coming back down there tomorrow and vote again. No, I'm not. Not. Oh, Neil, how could you do this? You're setting such a bad example. And then, of course, there was that long U thing. Obama's lost trace to Neil Rogers. Single non-voter tipped election to McCain-Palantica. <laughs> Hysterical. And you should have seen the, the uh, video. Too bad I already deleted it. Otherwise, we could stick it on our website. Our website needs a lot of work, by the way. Don't you agree? Yeah, I would agree with that. Well, where's, uh, what's his name? Richard Romer with all his advice, all his instructions and advice. All these people are going to help us improve our website. Where's the beef? Where's the meat? Okay. Anybody can criticize, but where's the meat? Where's something substantive? Where's the Nova? Let's see. Adam. Chronic Adam says, I'm glad you're back. We love George, but he mumbles too much. We crush you guys in the book. Too bad footy and sunny. Oh, yeah. Let me know if you ever need me to do gay phone challenge. We miss you here. Nick really wanted you for 940. Warm regards, Adam. Oh, Adam Kirshner. That's not from Ad, the real Adam, is it? Promotions director, WIOD, Miramar. No, because Adam Kirshner, I believe, works for one of the newspapers now. This is the uh, Sun Sentinel. It used to be a newspaper. Now it's just a, it's a toilet. It's a liar. <laughs> yeah, it, that's right. It's like, it's like those handouts. Now, we got somebody over there at IOD just obsessed with this show. Probably Fat Boy. He's, got, he's certainly not selling anything. We crushed you guys in a book. Well, who the hell didn't? Who the hell didn't? Here's a question from somebody out there. Wants to know, is George out every Monday? Yeah, again, and that's another interesting thing. When Fat Boy is out, George is out, too. I wonder what that means. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Grab my junior, honey. We got G-men, we got trannies, girl girls and closet fairies. They wear high heels and short skirts, so you can sneak a peek at their panties. Midsummer dressed up like a porno movie star. We got straight guys, we got bad guys, we got lesbian bad wives, we got hookers, we got some feeders, we got bad couple swingers, and the implant girls talk about their surgical scars. I love this bar. I love this bar. A wild kind of place. Just what you see walking through the parking lot will put a big smile on your face. Don't park too far. Be sure to lock your car. Young sluts, we got old sluts, and we got 
fat butts and no butts. We got vagrants, we got virgins, and we got aliens and amphibians. But most guys come right here where the trannies are. Mm-hmm. I love this ball. I love this bar, a snap happy place, no matter what your desires are, there's something here to suit your taste, it's where the tea girls are, if that gets you hard. Gotta love it. 11.47, 13 till noon at 560 WQM. Adam Osmack, who I believe is the Adam in uh, Ontario somewhere, up the road, down the pike. Are you still there, Flea? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Okay. Pretty quiet. See, I- Flea uh, doesn't get paid by the word like George does. And I don't know from Adam. Anyway, it says uh, there's a fake me now. Well, there's more than one Adam, Adam. And it was a fake. Uh, it was a fake, but not you says, I feel like Schmidt. It's cold and raining here, and I don't feel like getting out of bed. Glad you had a good week off, and welcome back. Yeah, I got nothing. My life sucks. We're getting a little bit tired of hearing about how your life sucks, Adam. Aren't you getting tired of it? I am. Now, Frank says, while Corky's technically does not exist, I believe Jerry's famous deli in South Beach has a sign that says Corky's. If you look at it, it says open 24 hours, and you can see old Pumpernick's and Wolfie signs. So what does that mean? I don't even think that's there anymore either. What, Jerry's Famous Deli? The signs or anything. I think it's all torn down. The whole place or just the signs? The building's still there, but they ripped all the front off and redid it. It's got a picture of it here. It's got all these people crowded around there. Yeah, that must be an old photo. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. There's Moe's Bagels in, in uh, Aventura. It's pretty good. Doi, 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 doi. Yeah. <laughs> and the Bagel Cove, too, is pretty decent. You know what? It is so boiling hot in here. I don't have the heat while well, i got the baseboard heating on. But the one thing about this building, when they turn the building heat on from October till like, the end of the winter, like in July, it just it's just suffocating. You know what I mean? Not really. Now, I could wait. Well, I don't care whether you know it or not. What I'm going to do is... Uh, I guess I'll wait till the break. I'm going to crack a window open here, let some air in. It's just boiling in here. You could boil an egg on the, on the uh, counter here. Or maybe fry Fat Chris's brains if you could find them. What are we going to do about him, about that tub of lard? I, I, thought, I thought you fired him already. No? Like, I've got the authority to fire him. Like, all these people say, when are you going to do something about the Internet stream? What are you going to do? About-? Like, we have some authority to do something? No. Right? Yeah, we don't. I don't. I don't. George don't. Clarence does. Clarence, of course, with the naked pictures of Joyce and the Beasleys with a billy goat. She's the one holding the keys to the kingdom. 
she's the one that Clarence is probably like uh, servicing on a regular basis. But it's got to be because there's no other reason why he's still there. Even even uh, during before the show, the, the, uh, the show this morning, Flea was asking me how come Jolly Joe Bell is still there. Isn't that what you were saying? <laughs> yeah, how could he possibly sure. still be here after this incredible disaster? One failed show after another. The Kenny and Blow morning show. Jerks. I mean, just one after another. The nighttime show, we brought this poor kid in from Kansas City who gets uh, oh. ratings. Didn't he crack a one in the last book? I think so. I think he got like a one six. Yeah, one six. Had a boy, DA. He cracked a zero. Took a long time. Of course, he's following uh, an hour of dead air. Dolphin tonight, and Barry Jackass in his in his uh, analyzation of the rating book. Barry Jackass. Well, uh, they doubled the ratings on Dolphins tonight, and yeah, they went from like a point eight to a one six or something like that. Wow. Heavy duty, Barry, you idiot, you fairy. The lines of voters in Broward this morning were slightly shorter than the peak over the weekend, says the Herald. I'm going to tell you, the Herald has moved up several notches in my book. It still sucks, but boy. Several voters were expected to wait for at least two hours, it says. Oh, I'm going to have to come back. The wait's down to two hours now. You think I'll wait for two hours? No. I wouldn't wait for two minutes. And I did send in for my absentee ballot. Ask me if I ever got it. No. No, I, I downloaded all the stuff on a computer. I printed out the forms. I uh, sent it all in. Did I ever get my absentee ballot here? No. No. As of 10 o'clock this morning, the longest wait was two and a half hours at the Southwest Regional Library in Pembroke Pines. Voters were expected to wait in lines for two hours at Miramar City Hall and the African American Research Library and Cultural Center in Fort Lauderdale. When early voting sites opened at date at 11 o'clock this morning, two sites, North Miami Public Library and West Kendall Regional Library, had waits of at least three hours. Several sites had waits of more than two hours. At Miramar City Hall, voters came prepared for the wait. They had lawn chairs slung over their shoulders and brought laptops and magazines to pass the time. A crowd of more than 300 voters waited outside Miramar City Hall by 10 a.m. A couple of candidates or their supporters took advantage of the crowds to give last-minute pitches to voters. Judicial candidate Paul Eichner said he brought tens of thousands of flyers to distribute early voting. He'd have been better off if he would have brought tens of thousands of dollars to distribute early voting. Wouldn't that have been done a better job? You yes. Bet. This is a last-minute opportunity to have face-to-face -face contact, he said. Maybe that's what Joe Bell and uh, Fat Chris are doing this morning. They're having face-to-face -face contact. In Dade, Eugene Milton planned on showing up early to vote this morning. He just didn't intend on getting in line this early. Milton was one of roughly 50 people waiting for the post to open in North Day Regional Library at 7 o'clock this morning. Unknown to them, voting doesn't begin until 11 o'clock in Dade this week. It, I assumed that it would be the same time as last week, said Milton of Miami Gardens. They should have kept the hours the same. Well, guess what? They did not. Sorry, Milton. William says, William, who's a chronic uh, emailer, but good. He's okay. Don't, don't take it personal, William. Pat and I voted yesterday at the Fort Lauderdale Library on Sunrise. We stood in line for three and a half hours to get the job done. The media has it totally wrong, placing the blame on lack of printers to produce the individual ballots. The problem was simply that the volume of early voters was grossly underestimated. It did give us the incentive to vote against the stupid election supervisor. Good. Bet she never figured on that unintended consequence. Good. There were a couple old stupid Republican bitches in line. They quickly realized they were outnumbered at least 100 to 1. Our homies and G&Ls, gays and lesbians, were out in force, says Bill. Hey, Bill. You fairy. Good. Go vote again, Bill. Keep doing it. See, I don't have the patience for it, but those of you who do, just keep going out there and voting over and over again. Think that's a good idea? You betcha. Oh, Joe Dagiola. Oh, God. Some of these people, if you could see, there must be 5,000 words in this email. 
The message is always the same. I have no life. Yep. Loud and clear. Good morning, Neil. Hope you had a great relaxing vacation, although you said you were in South Florida on five days. Clearly you didn't. And if you did, how'd you do it? I had a fine time. There was no problem. While you were gone, while Colin Powell and Scott McClellan are endorsing Obama and their unsuccessful attempts to reclaim their status as human beings, the Dolphins organization moves further in the world of right-wing politics and shoving religion down our GD throats. And it goes on and on and on. He's suggesting that Rush Limbaugh is going to buy part of the Dolphins. I never heard that. Did you hear that? No, no I didn't hear that. Just, just made it up. He says, we don't need sports in South Florida. Get rid of the teams, get rid of the structures, and build a big GD jail torture chamber, chamber and stick Joe Bell and Josh Darrow in there for the rest of their miserable lives. Track down Greg Reed wherever he's hiding and stick him in there, too. I'm going to go take a gigantic crap now. It says, get a check, Joe Dagiola. Get a check. If you want to trace illiteracy in America, all you have to do is go back and look at those old clips of the Today Show when Joe Dagiola was hosting and some of those horrible game shows he was on. The one where he went shopping with all that, the whatever the hell that was. Wasn't he a catcher for the L.A. Dodgers? For the Dodgers, Joe Dodgiola, he was a catcher for the Cardinals. Oh, okay. For the Dodgers? Boy, you better learn your baseball, mister, because you sure don't know it. I knew he was a catcher. Yeah, so is Fat Chris, evidently. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> what are we going to do about that idiot? I, I don't know, but that's a bad brain. visual. Yeah. Brandon is covering up my damn uh, emails now, and I can't get rid of him for a second. Get off of there for a second, Brandon. I can't get rid of him. Oh, my God. And now I just, oh, there it is. Don't you hate when that happens? And now I'm clicking on the emails, and they're not coming up. Thanks for, oh, there it is. Neil, I'm uh, voting for Obama Election Day by mail early and often, just in case. Okay, great. Fred and Boca. boy, Fred. These are coming up real. They're not coming up at all now. There it is. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll print them out during the break. It's only noon. I think Flea's going to finish the show. That's the where I'm starting. The best talent. You're with Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The fourth lead. The biggest names. The best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is Brady Quinn. Whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. Shortwave, first on the dial of your Coleman hot plate, this is the abominable Kahuna, coming at you also, been in the platters with puke and chatter. Friends, got witches troubling your soul? Free yourself from the grip of these demons with Pastor Muthi's Riddle Witch Extermination Service. Halloween is right around the corner, so the time is now to give Pastor Muthi a call. Pastor Muthi will purge the ghoulies smoothly, all for the low, low price of a $20 million earmark. So give him a call at 1-666-GREAT-GOOGITY-BOOGITY. Weather for Wasilla, Ketchikan, and the surrounding areas, cold, with a high of 35 below. Hey, kids, you know what that means. It's baby-making time, also. So cuddle up to get warm while the abominable Kahuna brings you the Wasilla Weekend Update. Coming up this weekend in Wasilla, uh, there's nothing really 
going off. But let's fill up those bathtubs, kids. Crank it up with KRNK. Crank, crank. Give me more crank. I need more crank. KRNK, crank. All right, there's the new format. Let's get the chicken act the board off job. He can use the cash, I'm sure of it. Sure? Yeah. You're done, Fat Chris. Bye-bye. I, I wish I could say it was a pleasure. Bye-bye-bye! But you never show up anymore, so what's the point? Here's one. I, I wish I could print out all the uh, emails, but unfortunately, uh, Brandon got on there with the AOL thing with the uh, AIM. Not your fault, Brandon. Don't feel bad about it unless you want to. And it screwed up my whole damn computer. And so I'm having an uh, impossible time printing out all the uh, great emails on there. Mm-hmm. It says, outstanding. I was wondering if you'd seen what a piece of Schmidt newspaper the Scum Sentinel's become. Absolutely horrific. Small market, Podunk, USA. I'm going to tell you right now, the Canandaigua Daily Messenger in a town of 10,000 people has got more pages guaranteed than the Sun Sentinel. Piece of turd. What allegedly major market newspaper doesn't have their name on a banner on the front page? I can, yeah, exactly. I can never determine which section is the main or front section because there's no Sun Sentinel blasted anywhere. Good point. The sports section has sucked for years. No Major League Baseball stats on Sundays, as is done in every other major market. No more NFL stats on Wednesdays or Sundays. Nothing. No nothing. Freaking Game 7 of the ACL, ALCS ends at 11.15 p.m. There's no coverage in the next day's paper. I could go on and on, but you pretty much nailed it. It's a freaking rag, a weekly reader. The people who made those decisions at the scum sentinel need to be sent packing immediately. I guarantee you, Jolly Joe Bell's got his finger in it. Believe me. Rectum. You can smell it. Good rip job on your part. Keep it up. What they've done to a formerly very good newspaper is a crime. Rich, long-time listener, hopefully not too chronic, emailer. Thank you, Rich. No, actually, your email was so good I printed it out three times by accident because I'm trying to, like, put my computer back together again. God. Don't tell you when that happens. I, I cracked the window. Now, you probably can't hear the trucks and the noise out there. I can hear a little bit, yeah. Can you? God. I just cracked the damn window because it was boiling in here. Now, let me see if my Outlook Express comes back. Oh, no. Guess what? Didn't come back? No. Let me try one more, one more time. I may be done with the emails for today because I can't get my Outlook Express on here. Oh, no. I guess I'm going to have to reboot my computer start all over again, huh? Reboot it. Okay. Oh, wait. It just came back. <laughs> it just came back. The only problem is that I can't click. I'm clicking on inbox. And there it goes. Fine. It's a little bit slow. Here's one from Chris Whalen. That's it. I've had enough of your insults and mean-spirited jokes. Today's the day I changed my life for the better. I'm quitting your show and going to lose weight, you fat son of a bitch. I love you, Neil, but I'm sick and tired of you and that spick bastard making fun of me every day. You have no respect for me, Neil. I work close to 70 hours a week. I can't, still can't even afford to move out of my parents' house. I'm officially quitting the show, Neil. I hate you, Fat Chris. <laughs> All right. Excellent. I guess I'll read these off the monitor, okay? Okay. Well, I couldn't print them out because, uh, you know, Brandon was potching around about the uh, Internet streaming sounds fine. They're not complaining about the audio quality, Brandon. They're complaining about the fact that the big O is on there doing his rock solid routine eight million times. All, all the spots are the same one over and over again. Mike says, I'm a long-time listener since 84. The Scum Sentinel now looks like a comic book. Are we too stupid to read a newspaper without being color-coded? The front page is one color. Local news is another one, et cetera, and so on. 
I've canceled my subscription. I'm on my way to vote for Obama. I don't see how anyone with a brain can vote for McCain. Remember, with McCain, you can't touch him and nobody should, says Mike. Thank you, Mike. Vote several times. If you're gonna, if you're gonna wait that long in line, you ought to be able to vote a few times, right? Yeah. One would think. Go her own way. Set her herself up for 2009 and beyond as a Oh yeah, she's gonna go her way, uh, north to Alaska. Now, which was the bit that started with that? I just love that song. I hate that bitch, but I love that song. Josh says, Terry, Tony Hillerman was a great writer of mysteries, and his books were fast-paced and very informative. Well, that's good, Josh. Thank you. Do you, anybody care he's dead? John McCain interview with Jimmy Syphilis. That's the most compelling argument I've ever heard not to vote for Obama. Oh, my God. Clear Channel Radio. John McCain and Jimmy Syphilis, host of News Radio 610. I think this is for real. Could be. I don't really care. Neil, just so you know, there seems to be a couple of Learys that emailed you. Well, I wish I'd known you were at Hard Rock this last week. We could, we could have taken you to the Council Oak for dinner. One of our perks for playing as much as you do at Woodbine. Does Woodbine give you perks? Yeah, they give me crappy food for free. Real crappy food. Oh, and then here's one which I already got breathlessly from Norma Kant. The FCC has rejected an appeal from the uh, uh, unmentionable one, a disbarred Florida attorney, to reject the license renewal for Beasley's WQM. We got a license, baby. Oh! Or we're going to get it. How do you like that? The Dow's up 29 points. Sweet. We're going to have a license. I'll tell you one thing. Jolly Joe must have a license to steal because he's just, he's just butchering this place. Even, even the flea knows it. He don't want to say it, but he knows it. He knows it. I know it. Let's see. Here's one that says, I, too, am living in Ontario and uh, mailed the form to date elections requesting an absentee ballot with plenty of processing time and haven't received anything, says Gill. Well, sorry, Gill. You and me both. Here's one that says, please, for the love of God, tell those jackasses to change the promos online so the people listening to the live feed can stay sane. Big O talking about his... Last name, Big O, with some other Big O, and then Adam Pac-Man Jones. Who in their right mind cares about that crap? Bring back Mo, and tell him he no longer can have free food in the control room. I think the hammer got out just in time, says uh, this guy. Oh, here's one. I can remote into your PC and help fix it anytime, says Jason. Prague is a great place to visit. Oh, thanks, Jason. He wants to fix it. Oh, and now i got to go back. Oh, good God. i got to go back to the desktop and get back on my Firefox. Don't do that again, Brandon. you got to be a little more psychic. You know why I need to uh, potchke around with my thing. God, I hate that. So what did we decide? Fat Chris, he gets one more chance tomorrow to explain himself. And, boy, I'm going to tell you, there, there is going to be. I hope, he's, I hope he eats a lot today because he's going to burn off the calories with stress and duress tomorrow. I'm going to. Rake him over to Kohl's like you've never heard. And don't you think he deserves it? Yes. Yes. I mean, it's one thing, you know, like maybe once every couple of weeks. Well, Sunday, uh, Cora, you know, Josh maybe come in and do the ball game about the post game show. Okay, I can understand that because they don't have anybody there who has any idea what they're doing. It's like when you came in this morning and I'm sitting here screaming, hello, you know, for like uh, 28 minutes. It's not your fault because it's not, it's not your job, man. You're just, uh, you know, bailing their ass out. Now, do you get paid overtime for this or what? <laughs> no. What, what are you laughing about? Overtime? I'm on salary. I thought Jolly Joe was your friend. 
He I is. thought you and him. I, he is. Yeah. Well, your your uh, stock in my mind just went down about ninety percent. That was up eighty-two points, and there's bald-headed Bill Schneider. Does believe he has a chance there. Generally speaking, in states that uh, border the or or are uh, part uh, of the Appalachian uh, region, that's where Barack Obama did poorly in the primaries against Hillary Clinton, and that's where he's not doing too well uh, right now. Pennsylvania has a large Appalachian region where Obama is not a, a very strong, but there's a lot more to Pennsylvania. There's Philadelphia, there's the Philadelphia suburbs, which are not exactly Appalachia. But in the, the states that are purest Appalachia, like uh, West Virginia and Kentucky, uh, Obama is, uh, is behind McCain. So generally speaking, Obama's weakest area uh, is the south and the Appalachian region. Rednecks. The rednecks don't like his kind, I'll tell you that right now. They're afraid that if he gets elected, everybody's going to have to uh, learn bubonics in school. It's going to become mandatory. Did you know that? That's what I heard. Twelve minutes afternoon at 560 WQAM on a really bizarre Monday. we got Game 5 of the World Series, 8 o'clock tonight. Anybody going to be listening? No. I'll be watching it on free TV. I'll watch it. The best deals on the most comfortable mattresses on earth are just an easy phone call away. 1-800-MATTRESS. Even in these tough times, can you afford just 13 cents a night to get a great night's sleep? I'll bet you can. 1-800-MATTRESS has got a new ceiling model with memory foam and set start at just 13 cents a night. Choose firm, plush, or pillow top, all at the same low price. 1-800-MATTRESS is South Florida's largest ceiling dealer, and they offer you same-day delivery. 1-800-MATTRESS has got no stores, which means lower overhead, and they pass tremendous savings on to you. Delivery whenever it's convenient for you, whenever you want, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., weekends, holidays, even Simchas Torah, even the same day you call. Call by kickoff, get your mattress by the post-game show. And probably uh, Fat Chris will be board hopping the post-game show. All with those famous 1-800 mattress 30-day in-home comfort trial. Think about it, a great ceiling mattress with memory foam delivered whenever you want, starting at just 13 cents a night. Just do what I've been doing for years and what everybody at QM is doing. Call 1-800-MATTRESS today. They'll be knocking on your door whenever you want. The one and only dollar mattress. Go to the all-new mattress.com. Just call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S. It stands for Sensational Stupendous Savings. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the Mad Dog. Jim Mandich. Afternoons, 4 to 7. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. Today we're exploring the secret lives of women who are sex addicts. I am a Washington outsider and governor. You slept with 34 men in the past year. I did. But that doesn't even include the countless ones that she doesn't even remember. You're right. You're not just doing it at home. You're like out and about and doing it. Of course, where's the strangest place you ever did it? The bridge to nowhere. Mm -hmm. And I said, thanks. The thing that stuck out to me is that you did it so often. Sure, seven times a day. Right. You're having a lot of sex with men. How do you meet them? In Washington. And, and cabinet members, the power brokers. Really? The lobbyists and uh, mavericks and addicts. And our only fix is sex. Yes. Yes. It's a 1216 at 560 WQM. Trailer trash slut. That's exactly what she is. Trailer trash slut. Moron. Dumb, dumbass. Got some bad news for you. What's that? You know your good close personal friend Jimmy Syphilis? Yes. Somebody just emailed me this shocking news from the South Florida Business Urinal. Yeah, I heard. You heard about this? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was on the uh, in the Miami Herald on Friday, I believe. Did George talk about this? You don't know. No, he didn't. Well, how do you know that? Because I was with him on the show on Friday. Oh, that's right. Fat Boy wasn't there on Friday either, was he? No, he was not. Fat turd. Fat tub of turd. Cephalo's Wine Cellar files for bankruptcy. After just two years in business, Cephalo's Wine Cellar in the Grove has filed for bankruptcy. Local sportscaster and former Dolphin wide receiver Jimmy Syphilis owns the restaurant and wine tasting bar. The bankruptcy filing lists 73 creditors, including the restaurant's senior vice president, Brenda Bassett. That is listed between a half a million and a million dollars. The restaurant's website lists former radio announcer Henry Barrow as wine director and Ileana Fajardo as associate wine director. Neither is listed as a creditor. Hey, Henry, lose an ounce. <coughs> Maniac. Gary Friedman, an attorney with Thomas Friedman, Soloff and Miller in Miami, is handling the bankruptcy. Didn't immediately return calls for comment. In September, Sammy C's Restaurant and Lounge took over the space. Syphilis is a longtime wine enthusiast. His great-grandfather sold wine in Italy, and his father owns a winery in northeastern Pennsylvania, where Syphilis grew up learning how to crush the grapes and make wine, according to the restaurant's website. Try the wine. And everybody said, no thanks, Jimmy. We heard you on Sunday, and we're tired of your whining. Syphilis opened the restaurant in 2006 on the site of the former Taurus restaurant underneath the Grove Gardens condominium. In an interview in the Business Journal in July 2006, Jimmy Syphilis said, I'm not a wine expert. I'm just a geek who tries to soak up every bit of it I can find. He was right about that geek thing. You know what? I was a geek. Did you uh, vanish? No, I'm here. Okay. I said, you know what? Sometimes I, I can't tell if it's a rhetorical a question or not. Well, either one. I was a geek. I was a geek. I was a geek. Hey, Jimmy. I was a geek. Boy, he's just uh, astonishing. And, of course, now he's a big-shot morning uh, talk host. Another morning right-wing Nazi talk host in IOD, Clear Channel, home of uh, the Nazi Party. Let's take a look at that poll. You better, people better get out and vote so they don't, so the Nazis don't steal it. And isn't it muy interesante that it's coming down to Florida again? Florida and Ohio. To, well, and, and Ohio. Same two states where they stole them in the last two elections. 834 votes on our world-famous poll. Let's see if we got any more. Oh, yeah, we got some emails. Oh, here's one from Tiny, my dead dog. I'm emailing you with some important news. I overheard Jesus talking to Celia Cruz. Jesus is planning to send you a hell. Oh, I see. This is from the same idiot. I heard you can't stand away. You and your listeners may find this helpful, says uh, Karen, or whatever her name is. Here's a member worth putting in your cell phone on your home sp- uh, speed phone, whatever. 1-800-GOOG-411. It's an awesome service from Google, and it's free, great when you're on the road. Don't waste your time on information calls. Don't waste your time manually dialing the number. I'm driving a lot. What does this have to do with voting? What, what does this mean? It's nationwide, and it's free, and what does it have to do with voting or anything else? <laughs> no idea. It's just a plug for this uh, Google thing, okay? Well, screw them. They got all the money they need. <clears throat> And Jonathan sends me more right-wing crap. Oh, my God, about Obama. Just save it, Jonathan, okay? Save your right-wing propaganda, you idiot, you lunatic. You fairy. Same people, the same half-dozen right-wing idiots sending me the same garbage. Like I'm going to read it? Like I'm going to waste my eyesight and my time? 837, what did we say our goal was? Do you think we got a shot at 1,000 today? I don't think so. 950. Nah. Yeah, 950. That's a good number. 
One thing about uh, Flea, he's really positive. Of course, I can understand he's worked so long with Joe Bell. That would be enough to sour anybody on life. Would you would you wait in line for several hours to vote? That's our poll question. You damn well better, because otherwise McCain's going to steal it. You'd have to be insane to allow McCain to steal it Florida again. So you go vote for me, because I'm not going to do it. Yes, it's too important not to vote 410. No effing way, 251. Already did, 145. I vote absentee, 31. Did we leave anything off of there? No, I think that's it. 839. Or we could also put on there, I don't vote anyway. Yeah, that's a good one. Or my vote doesn't count, doesn't matter. No, 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 no. Not my vote doesn't matter. What is wrong with this man? I don't vote. Okay, done. God. You take simple things and you make them very complicated. Just like this whole business about firing fat Chris. I think it's simple. You think it's complicated. He's Tomorrow he's going to have to make a decision. I thought he already made that decision. You know, we talked a big game uh, last time I was on the air, a week ago Friday. Talked a big game. And then when push came to shove, oh, whatever you say, Clarence, yes, master, yes, master. What a wimp. Signs of Republicans defecting to Obama in early Miami vote by our friend Sherwood Ross. A third of a small sample of registered Republicans that voted early in Miami on October 23rd. What day would that have been? Last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Said they voted for Barack Obama for president according to an exit poll made by this reporter. The spot poll of 50 voters displaying I voted stickers as they emerged from the Stephen P. Clark Center downtown also indicated that twice as many registered Democrats as registered Republicans voted early. While the sampling unquestionably is too small to reflect more than a crude hint of what the final tally might be for Dade County, this reporter believes it is significant that five voters of the entire sample of 50 said they were registered Republicans who had just cast their ballots for Obama. By contrast, now one registered Democrat interviewed said she or he voted for McCain. What's more, the 14% of the entire group of voters who identified themselves as independents, all but one said they had voted for Obama. Of the total of 50 voters interviewed, 76% said they voted for Obama, and 24% said they voted for McCain. 68% of the group appeared to be white and Hispanic, 32% non-white. Of the Republican crossovers who voted Democratic, several cited the disapproval of the Iraq war as the reason for their defection. Others listed the economic downturn. Madeleine San Martin, 46, a Hispanic voter who formerly voted Republican, said she voted for Obama because he did a lot for Chicago. He's come a long way, and I'm against the war. An 81-year-old Hispanic woman who identified herself as a former Republican said, I think the Republicans are only for the very rich, and I'm against the war, so I voted for Obama. She declined to give her name. She values her life. Another Hispanic woman of about 60 who came to Miami from Cuba said, I used to give the Republicans five grand a year, but I'm completely opposed to this crazy war. I listened to all of Obama's speeches. I think we need to change. While few of the McCain voters were young and about half appeared over 50, the Obama voters included a good percentage of youths who voted early. Indicating that Obama's ideas for funding higher education had struck a chord, one 18-year-old white student who just voted for the first time and identified himself as an independent said simply, he's for college funds. And an independent who said he was employed by the U.S. Customs said he voted for Obama because in the last eight years we've suffered discrepancies in our jobs. One 27-year-old man said he supported McCain because I'm a traditional Republican. I agree with what he says and less of what Obama says. And a 76-year-old Hispanic man said, I think he's less liberal than Obama. That's why. Not just liberal, but socialist and communist, according to Mel Martinez, your U.S. senator, a lunatic, a crazy person. 
Mel Martinez, he's exactly what you'd expect, man. He is what you see is what you get. No phony baloney from Mel. He's uh, as right wing and as uh, communista, communista, paranoid as they come. I say we take up a take up a collection to fly Mel to Havana, take on Raul. What do you say? Sounds good to me. Maybe he'll wind up. Uh, maybe by the end of the week he'll be eating Raul. Kind of makes me think again of Chris, fat Chris Whalen and the Jolly Joe Bell again. <laughs> Can you just envision that sight? The two of them rolling around, tumbling around in the hay. Oh my God! I'm trying not to. Yeah. Think of that if you're on a diet. It's middle of lunch hour. That should do. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. The Sports Leader. Neil Rogers. God. Real American A-Holes. Real American A-Holes. We salute you, Mr. Road Cone Placement Engineer. Mr. Road Cone Placement Engineer. After testifying against Vinny Tortellini, your membership to the Teamsters Union has been revoked. Join in witness protection. Now, the FBI has hooked you up with a swank job, riding on the back of a pickup truck for eight hours a day. Hiding in the wheel well. You wear your caught hearts with pride as you strategically arrange your orange dunce caps and endure the obscene gestures of the drivers you are so gallantly trying to protect. After your three-hour lunch break, you make another pass, replacing the pylons so recklessly knocked over by old ladies and student drivers. Make a left of the light. With your Timberland boots giving you a confidence stride, you pick up those cones faster than a Metallica Rodeon Neff. Prodding your foreman to pat you on the back and say, job well done, Hank. Ow! So we salute you, Mr. Road Cone Placement Engineer, your hard hat, your reflected vest, and your new last name. You are a real American a-hole. You fairy. 1231 at 560 WQM. We got the big O, o. coming on at 2 o'clock this afternoon. In spite of long lines of protest, people think that they're lined up outside our building to vote. They're it's not? A demonstration. No, it's a protest. Rock solid. Tracy and Kendall says, as I passed Orlando on the way back to Miami yesterday, I passed a closed turnpike north, traffic backed up for miles, and troopers everywhere. As I wondered what the event was, I got a horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach. That's right, it was the McCain-Palin bus entourage. Like you, I won't wait for hours. I stood in line for hours at the last stolen election, making my efforts futile. But seeing that yesterday gave me a sense of urgency to vote. I'm going to start to try to vote today, since it seems I may take a few attempts to do it without a long wait. But no doubt about it, I will vote, and I'll vote for Obama. Sorry for the ranting, but I've never been fired up about anything like this before. Spread good karma. Vote for Obama. Have a great day, says Tracy and Kendall. Thanks, Tracy. Vote early and often. Now, here's Bill. See, we, no matter how long we go on with this, with the emails and with the uh, Internet, with all the different stuff, it's always the same stuff. Meh, meh, meh. Neil God, would you please get someone off their fat rear end in Miami and correct the fact that only three and a half hours of your show are being recorded day after day? How many times a day do we hear this? About 30, man. Like I, like I can do something about that? This has been going on for over a month now, and as one of your listeners who have given up completely on a radio signal that even the NSA would have a hard time hearing in most of Dade County, I depend on my MP3 player in your archives to hear and enjoy the shows. Would you also be kind enough to mark the shows when you're not on, and uh, you know who's trying to, you know who is trying to fill in, so I don't need to, to, to oh please, oh, like he can't make the effort to uh, to hear who's on. 
This guy wants us to mark the show. How about if we come over to your house, Bill, and we uh, play we uh, play this stuff for you? He'd probably like that. Oh, good God. Get a freaking life. I have no life. Please let him know when George is on so he doesn't have to hear a uh, download a second or third rate show. Yeah, I'm sure George would appreciate it very much. George says, screw you, Bill. <laughs> Your mama. 8.58 in the pool. We got, I don't know, we got a shot at uh, something. Whatever we get, we get. We got no George today. We got no Chris. We've got Flea, who's doing the best he can to, uh, you know, rip Joe Bell a fat ass. <laughs> I'm trying. Keep it up. Don't ever stop. I, I tip my hat to you for having the balls to at least go to clearance and say, what's with those crappy rejoins, okay? What's with this horseball format? And he responds by saying to you, uh, you're in my promotions. That's programming. Mind your own business. Isn't that essentially what he said? Yeah, that's about it. Keep your nose out of programming. You're in promotions, Dumbo. And then you told me before the show he's starting to dislike you, and that, of course, is because you're associated more and more with this show. Anybody or anything connected with this show, Clarence hates like poison. Yeah, I thought that was BS, but I think it's actually it's true. It's not BS. They, they, they have worked feverishly to destroy this show, and uh, they've done a hell of a job. They've cut the number about in a half. Hell of a job there, Jolly Joe and Clarence. Dave Lindorf on the Smirkling Chimp says, I'm calling the race for Obama. Oh. Go back to the wine cellar, Henry. Oh. He says, I'm ready to call this election. It's going to be a big win for Barack Obama. I know this because of a story I heard from an employee of a major polling organization. He tells of a poll worker who was interviewing hometowners in a small town in central Pennsylvania, part of that real America held by Republican vice presidential candidate Sarah Palin. The man knocked on the door, and when the woman of the house answered, told her he was a pollster and wanted to know how her household planned to vote in November. The woman turned and yelled into the house, Honey, how are we voting this year? From inside the house, a male voice yelled back, I guess we're voting for the nigger. The woman turned to the stunned pollster and without a hint of embarrassment said, I guess we're voting for Obama. Simply put, Obama has won the racist vote, a core Republican constituency, since the late 1960s. Indeed, it is likely that instead of the famed Bradley effect, named after Mayor Tom Bradley of L.A., who famously lost a race for California governor, which the poll said he would win handily, according to which some white voters supposedly tell poll takers they're voting for the black candidate in a race for fear of appearing racist, while in fact they plan on voting for the white candidate, the opposite is going to occur. That is, there are probably many white racist voters like this one in small Pennsylvania town, whether in some northern suburb or village, or in southern states like Virginia, North Carolina, or Georgia, who are fed up with the Bush years, want to change, and planning to vote for Obama, but wouldn't want their friends to know they're voting for a black man. Call it the Obama effect. If I'm right that this anecdote is reflective of a broader phenomenon, look for just the opposite of what we saw happen in the 2004 election, when the exit polls and the networks were calling the election for John Kerry, and in fact, key states like Ohio, supposedly solidly in the Democratic column, went for Bush. Sure, there was voting machine chicanery, but there were also problems with the exit polls. This year, if there are substantial numbers of white voters who vote for Obama, but cheapestly tell exit pollers they voted for McCain, we may hear that races are close or that states are going for McCain that will ultimately, when the actual votes are counted, vote for Obama. In a broader sense, even based upon pre-election poll numbers we're seeing, with Obama ahead in Virginia and North Carolina, within the margin of area in Indiana, Georgia, North Dakota, and Montana, what seems to be happening in this election is the collapse of the long-successful Republican strategy of using social issues and fear-mongering, especially fear of African Americans and immigrants, to convince white working-class Americans to vote for a party whose interests were and are clearly against their own. Republican campaign ads and candidate speeches are larded with code words that seek to appeal to those fears, pals around with terrorists, 
don't know who he really is. Anti-American preacher, wife not proud to be an American, communist activity, socialist, not really born in America. But they're not working. Neither is the old Republican nostrum of cutting taxes for the rich on the pretense that it'll lead to jobs for the poor. When McCain charges that he's been doing frantically of late, that Obama's been outed by Joe the Plumber as a socialist, and that he'll be taxing the rich to spread the wealth around, most people today are probably thinking, hey, that idea of spreading some rich folks' money around sounds pretty good to me. That is to say, Obama's populist rhetoric, whether it's sincere or not, and especially his promise to cut taxes for most Americans while raising taxes on the wealthy and on large corporations and to make college and health care affordable to all, is winning over a large number of Americans, including many who for decades have been responsive to Republican fear and race-mongering and Republican free market ideology. There are many people on the left who argue that Obama and the Democrats are a sham and they won't really tackle taxing the rich and corporations in a serious way or offering real help to struggling working-class Americans. They may well be right. Certainly, the flood of campaign contributions from Fortune 1000 corporations suggest that corporate America will have a big seat at the White House table in the Obama administration, as they already do in the Democratic Congress. At the same time, though, the rhetoric of this campaign is setting up a major expectation among millions of ordinary voters for real progressive action on economic issues. This hope, given continued organized political pressure after November 4, could lead to real action. I would argue that when the real Joes and Janes of America, the ones who've been suckered in for years by cynical Republican fear-mongering and race-baiting campaigns, finally turn away and vote for hope, even if that hope is being oversold, it creates the chance for a real movement for progressive change in this country. At any rate, it certainly looks like my theory will be put to the test come Inauguration Day, says Dave Lindor. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Yeah. Sports leader. Forty-four at five sixty WQM. I hate when he uh, stops in like in midstream like that. And I'm busy. Uh, I'm busy. I'm busy uh, printing out crap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe we ought to take some calls today between now and two. We still have an hour and a quarter to go. This show seems like I've been here for a hundred hours today, and that's because Fat Chris has been here with his perspicacious observations on life and food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't get any more messages from him? Not a text message? Not a? 
Nope. Message in a bottle? Nothing. What a turd. Here's Lissette, who uh, sends me an email and says, Hi, Neil, I know it's a pain in the ass to stand in line, but you need to go out and vote for Obama in. Come on, with several exclamation points. And the answer is, no. no, I'm not there and I'm not coming back. And I requested my absentee ballot, which never showed up. Just like last time, same thing last time, 2004. Requested the absentee ballot to vote for Kerry. Did it show up here? No. No. I filled all the stuff out. I went through a lengthy process, did the whole song of the dance, never got no absentee ballot. And I'm sure it's not going to show up in time because uh, today's already Monday. The election's a week from tomorrow. And then my birthday's a week from Wednesday. You think Fat Chris is going to come back for my birthday? Yes. Yeah. He'll probably call in sick on that day. It's a week from Wednesday, Fat Chris. Be sure not to be here. That'll be a nice birthday present. The Financial Times, the respected business daily, endorsed Barack Obama today to become the next U.S. president, even though it prefers the trade policy of John McCain. A newspaper which has a daily readership of about 1.3 million worldwide, according to its parent company, Pearson, said the Democrats' policies blended the good, not so good, and downright bad, but he was the right choice. Just over a week before the November 4 election, Obama's been leading McCain by more than 10 points in some national and state polls. The Financial Times said the Democrat had run his campaign superbly, and while not the same as governing, this was a test of leadership. By contrast, McCain's campaign has often looked a shambles, it said in an editorial. Kind of like the way they're running QAM, like it's in a shambles. Likewise, Obama was a fine political order, as the country has heard in decades, but McCain was merely adequate in a skill used to inspire voters. The newspaper praised Obama's main domestic proposal, comprehensive health care reform, judging McCain's plan too timid. The Financial Times condemned the Democrats' policy on trade as disappointing, saying he pandered to protectionism in the early stages and has not pulled back, while McCain has been bravely and consistently pro-trade, much to his credit. But it applauded Obama's handling of the financial crisis, saying he displayed a calm, methodical disposition, while McCain had offered hasty, half-baked interventions. Half-baked, baby. Half-baked, insane McCain. And when you go to that voting booth, just think of one thing, okay? Let it keep going through your mind over and over again. Bam 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 Oh yeah, a lunatic, a crazy person. Oh, here's a big story. Well, we get such incredible stuff on these emails. You know what? Who needs the calls when you got these great emails? Yep. Are there any calls? No. No. Well, I just looked on there. I, I might have been uh, the spirit of Christ might have inspired me to take a few. But I don't see none on there. And that's because the delay hasn't caught up yet. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless lines. I hear George's calls. All the intellectuals called last week because George was on. I got a good idea. Let's have a big, gigantic fundraiser, an intellectual a roller skating fundraiser. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, and everybody can sign language each other. Yeah, there you go. I think they must be making sign language on the phone because I don't see nothing happening on there. Nope. It was a big day for Camilla's house last Wednesday as city officials and officials from the homeless center broke ground on their new state-of-the-art facility that provide housing and support and treatment for the poor and homeless. I don't want to sound insensitive, but the bane of my existence for the first couple of years I was on here in Miami, 1976, was Gil Siegel. Uh, I'm sure he's no longer with us. Oh, hi there, Neil Rogers. It's Gil Siegel for the Brothers of Good Shepherd at Camilla's house. He thought that WKAT, which I worked at at that time, was nothing but a 24-hour nonstop uh, PR uh, location for the Camilla's house. 
And boy, did he call. And did he call. Hi there, Craig Worthing. This is Agil Siegel for the Brothers of Good Shepherd. Come in with us. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Sorry. Okay. Yeah, speaker. I had the radio going. Uh, love you. Leave it on the oven these days, too. Yeah. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Bring back the Sun Tower. That was a real newspaper. Yeah, oh, yeah. No? No, it was better, a piece of crap. Better than the Herald. Better, better than the Sun Sentinel, I'll tell you that. And, and damn well better than the Herald. Well, what is it? Yeah. Pretty sad commentary when the Herald passes the Sun Sentinel. You know what was actually decent was the Mirror. Do you remember the Mirror? No. Uh, that was the Miramar paper. Well, I mean, news wasn't too bad. No, no, that's true. No. But, but, in, but in Broward County, we've uh, since the Sun Sentinel decided to go ten pages, we have no newspaper. No. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know what's even worse is reading it online. Yeah. Exactly. At least you don't have to go out in the uh, in the uh, driveway. You pick that thing up in its little plastic wrapper, and you think, is there like a goldfish in here or something? There can't possibly be like a newspaper in here. It weighs about a half an ounce. WQAM, hello. Uh, can I speak to Neil? Yes. WQAM, hello. First we lose Fat Rich, now we lose Fat Chris. What's the world coming to? WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hola. Oh, there's nothing happening on there. Hola, hello. Neil. Yes. Hey, I just wanted to tell you that um, my third Barack Obama sign was stolen out of my yard. I'll be my, Yeah, my neighborhood is a cancer with McCain signs. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't dream of going into somebody's yard and taking out their political position on their private property and doing that. And this is well, my at, at third least, one. At least they didn't cut your brake lines like they were doing here before the Canadian election. Yeah, well, which yeah. I'm grateful for. So. Yeah, thanks but, for uh, not breaking her up brake lines. Yeah, but, you know, it's it, it just it, it's just a mentality. It's just a mentality. Like, how, how dare you? You know, this is my opinion. So what? You know, go about your business. So I just wanted to vent to you and let you know, but Pembroke Pines is full of uh, jerks. Nazis. Okay, good luck to you, sweetheart. Thank you, hon. Bye-bye. WQAM, hello. Can I Chris this job? Can I vote? WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, do you really think it's going to be this close, the election? I think Obama's going to blow them out. I think it's a, a blowout. I think you hear about the media saying it's going to be close. Cause they're trying I think to... he's going to win Colorado. I think he's going to win Virginia. I think he and, and I don't understand. Last week he was supposed to be Obama ten points ahead in Indiana. The new Zogby poll shows McCain is six points ahead. You tell me that uh, there was a sixteen point swing in one week. That's the media trying to influence people's decision on who to vote. Watch, McCain is going to be lucky to win eight states. That's what I predict. Though. Well, he'll, he'll win all the rednecky ones. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and that leaves about 41, 41 left. That's correct. Okay, good luck to us. Thanks, Neil. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. I just want to let you know, first place, New York Rangers. Yeah, Rangers. How many games That's they it. played? First how many games place. they played, Hot Shot? First place. How many games they played, Hot Shot? They beat Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> Another obnoxious New Yorker, man. Why don't you elope with Sid the Kid? Boy, he is so much worse than I ever dreamed he could be, now that I actually heard him. It's pretty bad. Holy moly. Sid, the kid, I, I would uh, hop in my uh, my little uh, thing, and I would take off at about 3 in the morning and vamoose out of town, just like Tom Dolakis did. 
course, Tom don't like us. Now he's syndicated, and he's on probably about 700 stations, making about 50 grand a year. Sid the Kid. Oh, boy, this is what this is their idea of broadcasting in New York. Oh, my next guest. Oh, he's the greatest uh, basketball uh, guest. Ba, 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 ba. He's just my favorite. Everybody was his favorite. It's like it's like the 10 best Italian restaurants in South Florida. The 50 best steakhouses in uh, in Broward. The best Sandy Claws, you know? <laughs> oh, here's Holly. Love you, Holly. Welcome back. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I'm having this recurring scary thought. John McCain gets elected president. God forbid. And let me say here that uh, he better watch his back and get a uh, food taster. The Palins will make it look like an accident. Okay, Holly, have a nice day. Oh, here's one from the fake Joey Reynolds. How did you do in the Bertrand ratings? Tell him to stick it and he'll always have them. What restaurants did you attend in Fort Lauderdale? <laughs> Very good, fake Joey Reynolds. That's a beauty. 894 votes on Flea's poll. Oh, i got to come up with a new poll for tomorrow now, now that I'm back. Oh, my God. I did all the bedtime stories all the time. And by the way, Josh Cordes, did he ever get his check? Did George give it to him? I believe so, yes. I want half of it back. One day I posted I don't know how many stories. I look on there the next morning, six stories on there. And he'll come up with, oh, I didn't get him, I didn't get him, you know, like that. And, of course, Eric can look on that thing and see that there were, like, probably 20 stories. Probably too busy getting plastered. That's your problem there, Cordis. We got Cordis the plastered man, and then we got uh, Chris Whalen the uh, the whale. Chris the whale. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. he's a whale of a board op, only he don't show up half the time. I mean, what kind of an outfit is it where the guy who's supposed to be the board op on the show is never here? He's here whenever Clarence uh, relieves him of uh, all of his important ball game duties. Yep. Well, tomorrow he's going to have to make up his mind, which I thought we already had this conversation before I went on vacation. I thought this was signed, sealed, and delivered. I thought it was finito. Not when you're dealing with Fat Chris, though, because he's got the balls of a fruit fly. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The The biggest names. The best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Hello, this is Arnold. This is not a tumor. It's the one to two hour. George Michael screwed up again. Arrested for pot and cocaine. The bearded freak has lost his brain. He's always on the party train. It's not drugs and it is men. Who he pays to do dirty things In bathroom stalls with ding-a-lings That's the way that he swings He can't help himself Cause despite his wealth He acts like a thug out on the street Wants us to forgive He's self-destructive He smokes more marijuana Than a whole damn Navy fleet And it happened once again he could wind up in the pen, and he'll be surrounded by men. He could go away for five to ten. Georgie, you're popping your clonazepam, followed by two diazepam, just like when you were in Wham. Georgie, just keeps firing up his bong, even though he knows it is wrong, just like his polka dot 
if he's not careful, he'll wind up dead. He needs a brother or one good lover to keep him off the junk so he is not a big cokehead. The body fires up his bunk, even though he knows it's wrong. Just like his book about his thong. That's the end of our song, song, song. Good. 101 at 560 WQM. It's our gigantic one to two hour. You ready for it, Flea? Oh, yeah. I'm not. See ya. <laughs> you want me to take it over from here? You want to? Here's Flea for the one to two hour. No, nah, I don't think they would appreciate that. You want to take any good calls? We had some, we had some really good calls that hour. Oof. Let's get that phone cranking again, baby. We take all calls all hour because there's no emails on there now. There were hundreds on there, literally hundreds, when I got back here this weekend. And I went through each and every one. And let me say it again. The only word I can use to describe the overwhelming majority of them would be... Crap. That's right. Either right-wing crap or a silly crap or stupid crap or um, just general... Crap. Yeah. Any way you slice it. Any way you cut it. Pure... Crap. God. Wouldn't you think out of three, four hundred, there would have been like maybe 40, 50 of them? Yeah. 20 or 30 of them? You would think so. That would have been airworthy and something interesting and somebody actually saying something as opposed to Sal Biondo with his 85 links to 700 stories. Oh, my God. WQAM, hello. Good afternoon, sir. Welcome back. Good afternoon. Thank you so much. Hope you had a fine vacation. I, I uh, just wanted to make note of something. I keep getting in these uh, arguments with these uh, McCain wannabes. You, you know, the Republicans who hated him like poison till that's all that was left on their side. And uh, all I keep hearing from them is lies about Obama. They keep trumping up this nonsense. Well, that's, well, he's a, that's their I'm, whole campaign. It, yeah, it's all lies. He's a it's Muslim. Violent. He's a socialist. He's a terrorist. He uh, hangs out with the terrorists. All of a sudden, just smut, smear and smear. Yeah. That's all they know how to do. Yeah, so my old rule of thumb is uh, if you stop telling lies about my guy, I'll stop telling the truth about yours, Okay. I'm tired of it. I can't wait till this thing is over. And uh, let me tell you, I'm going to be spinning like Rumpelstiltskin if Obama doesn't win next week. I don't see how he can lose. I and don't I, either. Unless I really, they really, really put the big fix in. I can't. I just can't see how he can lose. I, I really don't. I, I mean, uh, it, it just looks like it's in the bag now. I, I don't want anybody. I, I'll tell you why. I keep going by these early polling places, and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm moved because it's not in the upper crust neighborhoods I see it. I think it's the people in the lower-income neighborhoods yeah. who are tired of being hosed, and uh, they're turning out in force, man. They're listening to what this man has to say, and they're not going to let it happen again. People are really pissed off. Pissed That's off gets me fired up when I hear someone say that. Amen. Absolutely, sir. Okay. Keep alive. Go vote again. Thanks. Just keep voting and voting and voting, and maybe if you're lucky, one of them will count. That's the American effing way. That's the way the Republicans and Karl Rove have done with the elections, and the people that die bold, et cetera. 897, you're approaching 900 on your world-famous poll there. Oh, yeah. You're really doing it. We got Flea with us today, and thank God for him, because that's it. We got no George, sick. You know, it's really one thing when, when you send when you send somebody a message the night before, and he was saying, I'm giving you a heads up on the fact that if I feel the way tomorrow that I feel right now, I won't be in. That, that would be like my, my sending him a message saying, oh, a week from Thursday, I'm going to be out sick. You know what I mean? Not that he hasn't covered it for me a million times, which he always does, and I appreciate it very much, but, but, he's sick a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Too much carousing. 
too much smoking bad weed. Maybe you'll get, I got some connections to get him some good weed. No, he actually has good weed. Does he really? That's what I've heard. Yeah, heard my ass. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got to give you credit. It was about a year ago. You came out of nowhere and said Obama was going to be president. Yes. And that was back when nobody heard heard about him. So, uh, and look now, there's no way he's going to lose this election. Don't say that. No way. Even though I said it a minute ago, don't say it. It's there before. Because, you know, there's so many times you give it all your mind, body, and soul, and there's nothing left to give. There were so many times they came running up with dollar signs in their eyes, and he said, does it involve the rest of the group? And they said, no. So he said, I'm here to work with the rest of the group as a team and do other things later. There's so many times they came running up to him with autographs for him to sign. They slid over just for John Borges to sign. He didn't want his feelings to be hurt. Do you understand anything that this guy just said? <laughs> nope. I couldn't, I couldn't make out one word he was saying about something about signing uh, something. WQAM, hello. Boy, this, I'm going to tell you something. This place is a, I've said it before a million times, technical toilet. I filled my bowl this morning on two occasions with much better quality turd than this place is technically. This is just a disaster. If it isn't the Internet with the same spot running 400 times over and over again with a big rock solid. Rah, rah, talking about how great he is. Or it's uh, the, the phone. Like that. A technical disaster is what it is. And, of course, if you went to your good buddy, Jolly Joe, you know what he'd say? Oh, oh I don't like to micromanage. Oh, oh, I don't want to interfere in engineering. Oh, 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 oh. Does he have, like, you know how the Antichrist is supposed to have the three sixes on his head? Does he have, like, loser branded on his forehead? Not that I've ever seen. QAM, Good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? <laughs> I hear you. Can you hear okay. me? Hey, I'm one of your local, uh, I'm your loyal listeners, um, Julio. I drive a truck in Hialeah, unfortunately. And let me tell you, I'm, I'm starting to see a lot of uh, Obama stickers uh, with, on these cars and on these homes, a lot of Obama posters. In Hialeah? In Hialeah. That's right. Increíble. Increíble. I got. Uh, I see a lot of. Uh, well, in Spanish, uh, we need a change. And on Obama bumper stickers, I see some some signs. Not a whole lot because you see a lot of McKaylin and Palin and Raul Martinez posters. But oh, and by the way, while I was down there, I got I got the biggest kick. The funniest thing I've seen in the years is the Martinez ads and the ads uh, against him for um, <laughs> Diaz. Well, uh, Diaz the, Ballard, yeah. Talk about a filthy campaign. He's a crook. He's a thief. He went to jail. He's uh, just it's hysterical. We're gonna stop the corruption. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, but let me drop. Thanks for the road. good news, Pally. Thanks. Got more good news. The Dow's up 130 points. Oh! There's good news tonight, as Gabriel Heater used to say 700 years ago. And people are saying Gabriel Heater. What the hell is that? Is that something like a space heater? Well, it's a good thing I opened that window, let a little bit of air in. 901 votes on. Please poll. And we got four people who say, I don't vote. I want to. I tried for the absentee, and I had every intention while I was down there. I thought, boy, this is great. We got the early voting this week. I was there all week. Had every intention of going and voting four or five times for Obama, but uh, I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm just telling you, that's me. I will not stand in line for three and a half, four hours. Maybe if I was 25 years old instead of 65 and I had that much of my life left to waste, I would, you know, oh, you can't say that, Neil. It's not a waste of time. Okay, whatever you say. You think my one vote is going to be the difference, Flea? Could be. 
Yeah, like that, like that new uh, video that the guy put together. Oh, I mean, long, ponderous. Neil Rogers, uh, Obama's lost trace to Neil Rogers. And Neil spelled with two L's, by the way. Single non-voter tipped election to McCain-Palin ticket. And, of course, it would be me, not anybody else. WQAM, hello. QAM. How you doing, guys? Talking to Neil? Speaking. Neil, how you doing? Okay. Good. I was watching, uh, I think it was CNN on Friday. Did you see a thing about McCain with his with uh, relatives that claim that they're related to him, yet he denies it? Yes. Yeah. You know what I find so funny? Isn't this the man that is representing the uh, family values and good Christian morality, mm-hmm. yet he denies the fact that he has relatives only solely because they're, bl- they're black? Correct. Different bloodlines than him. Yet right. his brother is at the family reunion with them. Have you noticed that? Oh, not the brother who said "f you" to the uh, when he called nine eleven about the heavy traffic <laughs> to a plane. Right, not him, but there was another one, and he's sitting there. So how come this guy's brother acknowledges the fact that you know he does have relatives that are black? But it's like the biggest sin, and you know, like we said, Christian rights, morality. You think Jesus, if he would say, "Oh, I don't want to be related," I, I think this last color? week they're going to become so desperate there that Palin and McCain are both going to bring out the N word. I, I wouldn't be surprised. He's a socialist, he's a communist, he's a N. You know, I, I think they're getting that desperate. We had on our website that story about his brother. I think it's Joe, not not Joe the plumber, Joe the insane McCain, the other one. And he was involved in heavy traffic. I forget where the hell it was. And he called 911 to complain. And they said, this is an emergency line. Are you having an emergency? No, well, F you. F you. And then he apologized for it. He's kind of, I guess, like the Billy Carter of that family, you know? Remember Billy Carter used to drink, came out with that Billy beer? I still have some at home. Do you? Oh, yeah. Must Billy be beer? A little bit, must be getting a little bit raunchy now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty old. 903 on the survey. Would you wait in line for several hours to vote? Let me say it again. It's a disgrace, a national disgrace. And it's not just in South Florida, by the way. I saw the same thing in Georgia. They were shown on CNN because they're in Atlanta. And all over the country, people with these long... Line. Of course, the good sign is there's going to be a humongous voter turnout, which is very rare. But people are pissed off and fired up. They've had eight years of fascism. They don't like it. They haven't got any money. They don't know if they're going to have a job, where they're going to get their mortgage payment from, if their house is going to be foreclosed. They haven't got any clue what's going on. And you notice as we get closer to election time how gas prices just, it's just a coincidence that they've come way down. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. Drop a little three bucks. Two seventy-nine a gallon. Wow, what a bargain. Just as we get closer to election time, Bush and his Saudi buddies. That's where that's where Obama ought to do the first bombing, man, Saudi Arabia. Bomb those ragheads back into the Stone Age even further than they already are. 903 on your poll. We need to get to 9-something. I think we ought to be pretty damn proud of this. Yeah. Aren't you proud? Yeah, I think we get 950. Now, don't go out on a limb. I, I think you're pushing for Chris's job because obviously you're involved in the poll so much now, you know? Yeah. 12 minutes after 1 at QAM. We would talk to you about those. Oh, and Barry Jackass had that article. I think I'm going to. I bet you George didn't read it on the air because George doesn't read anything. No, he did not. The Barry Jackass column about the ratings? Nope. Joe Rose and Uncle Neil uh, did just fine. We beat across the street. And the rest of the day, we didn't do so good. Yeah, like that. And what about the big... Oh. How did he do? Of course, he, he wasn't on 2 to 4 then. Oh, that 2 to 4, that jerk show. If they could have left the jerks on one more book, man, we could owe points. The Jerkmeister. 
Week after week, more and more people are taking advantage of Neil's half-price deals on WQM.com, and this week is no exception. Starting Thursday, you can buy $50 certificates for just 25 bucks to the brand-new Dockers Bar and Grill a quarter mile west of 441 on Miramar Parkway. Dockers is quickly becoming an East favorite. Their nautical decor is warm and inviting. The food is hot and tasty, and the drinks are ice cold. Just wait till you try their Your Way crispy shrimp, jambalaya, teriyaki glazed salmon, and amazing chicken dishes. As for entertainment, Dockers features karaoke on Wednesdays, Texas Hold'em tournaments on Thursdays, live music on Fridays, and a great DJ playing the oldies on Saturday nights. Plus, Dockers has got drink and food specials for every game and happy hour weekdays from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., the longest happy hour in town. Call Dockers, 954-894-DOCK, D-O-C-K. Go to WQM.com to buy $50 certificates at half price, just 25 bucks starting Thursday at noon. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Lead. If he wants me to sing God Bless America and pasties and a G-string up here, I'll do it. I wasted one 